0: This is a question for all you high-beam drivers out there. Are you tired of the person you just blinded driving off in perfect health without falling off the road and dying? Well, I think we all are. That's why I use hot damn high beams. When I look in my rearview mirror, I love to see a big-ass fireball. Those wimpy lights at AutoZone just aren't going to cut it. I want to know that when I turn my high beams on, I'm causing permanent retinal damage. Every car I own has hot damn high beams. The only headlights that kill. 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 Available in is Katie and Brady on the podcast without Randy. And in true Halloween fashion, Randy ghosted us.
1: God, why did he do that? We like bring him into the fold and then he just leaves. Yeah,
0: yep yeah, We finally make him an honorary member of the Eye the Show podcast. Yeah. Honorary memory. <laughs> no, he's a full-blown host. And then
1: it became I the show no," <laughs> and he's like, he noped out.
0: He's like, nope, the show.
1: Yeah. And uh, he, no, yeah.
0: And Randy's uh, busy today with probably Randy things, so.
1: Which is okay. Um, that sounds bad. We support family. Yeah, that <clears> did sound <throat> very Austin Powers <throat> right there. I know. So <laughs> <laughs> I make you Randy. <laughs> you're welcome, cuz. I'm sorry. I know man. you're listening. We know you're
0: gonna hear this, so. Yeah, well, um, we had
1: to call you out first thing. Yeah, because
0: you're gone. Well, it's the, always fun to pick on people when they're not here because they have no power to respond.
1: I can't wait till Until you guys record one when, when I'm not here because of the yeah. whole ley line thing.
0: Well, someday we probably will. You've
1: got to. We were
0: going to, what was it, last
1: week? When I was gone to Boise, you Two were going to do ago? it. Yeah, and then you didn't.
0: And then I had, the whole house was sick. So oh, I that's could, right. Yeah.
1: You know, that was my we evil plan We were going to go to the
0: con, and then we, got, we all got sick. Yeah. That was fun. my evil
1: plan to not get picked on as I just got you guys ill with the Rona.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I'm not very
1: nice. I do I know.
0: <laughs> the Rona's been one hell of a thing the last couple of years, but we don't need to talk too much
1: about it. No, I feel we've, like everybody else is exhausted. We were talking about the, the, the brain labor shortage. We were yeah, talking brain about
0: that. labor shortage So Katie. Yeah. Uh, interesting fact. Go ahead.
1: Oh about okay, so most of my life I was able to do things and think about things in a deep level at the same time. And here lately I found that that is not a thing anymore because there's just like way too much to think about. My hard drive needs defragged, I think. Oh yeah. And then I've been also excruciatingly busy because I have like a broken child and all sorts of things—not deathly broken, but physically broken. Yeah. And so I was just thinking about this. You—you you brought it up. It's like the labor shortage. My brain can—it just can't handle it anymore. Is it because there's just too much information?
0: I'm—I'm I'm definitely sure that's a contributor.
1: I know, I'm getting old. We
0: have a visitor.
1: Oh, it's the Tom.
0: Oh, the Tom is going to go Tom.
1: help someone with firewood. Yeah. Bye! Um, actually, I I think we shouldn't be very limited in our interruptions today because everybody's going to do things. Everybody
0: loves our interruptions. They do. It's like Mr. Rogers when the mailman came.
1: That's true. It's like, except for... We're on a farm. I don't know. There's usually an assortment of teenagers here, but I watched the Justice League Snyder cut with them last night, so I expect. Well, you know what? Like that's a-
0: why your brain's fried. I think I was you watched the Justice League Snyder cut.
1: I didn't it realize it was bad enough
0: that you watched any Justice League. I'm sorry, but you watched the Snyder cut.
1: Well, it was just. I'm not came- saying it's
0: bad, but that's a long movie.
1: It was four. It was over that, four hours. That I didn't know it was a
0: lot of attention.
1: You know, I should have done some research before that because I'm like, hey guys, this came in at the library. Let's give it a watch, and the kids are all woo, and then wow.
0: Oh, you're like the guy who buys the stock jeep and goes out on the sand dunes. I was. Like we talked about. I went time. out on Nons. the Snyder
1: sand dunes. Yeah.
0: I can't get enough of that YouTube channel, by the way. I've been watching it a lot with, with Levi. Really? And it's just so oh, the I, rescue I don't know, guy? it's so fun to just watch well,
1: these meant- dumbasses
0: buy these brand new Toyota Tacomas. They don't throw any off road tires on or anything, just road they tires. They go
1: stock tires. And they just tires? go right up
0: on the sand they'll like drive on like when the lake is low and it's just fucking mucky muck. Yeah? And they'll just go drive on that, I totally can't, pulling a fucking RV trailer, it would be fun, we'll go drive right up next to the lake.
1: Speaking of vehicles doing things they weren't designed to do, I've got to tell you about this, so I was in Coeur d'Alene, I just picked up my kid for physical therapy, and we're at a stoplight, and I see one of those trucks, and you know which ones I'm talking about, they have been modified, it's a diesel rolling coal truck, it's lifted, it's got some big knobbies on it, but it's like a three quarter ton super duty diesel, right? Yep. It hits the gas. I couldn't see behind it because of the way the cars were. It was towing a fully loaded cargo container on a semi-trailer. Jesus! So this truck is just winding through town. Like, you can hear the turbo screaming And aria. Yeah, turbo you know, turbo
0: is probably tired. And
1: I was just wondering if he he's like, you know, put her into the ketchup. Like, is he going to blow? Get her the beans! <laughs> is he going to blow a rod? Like, Probably, I mean. Just because you, you have a diesel, diesel doesn't mean gear. you shouldn't tow more than the capacity. He, he
0: probably did look at the capacity. Let's be. You probably looked at the capacity. It and was, it was a few hundred, maybe thousand pounds over.
1: <laughs> he had no airbags. He was like, air- I don't pull
0: it. This diesel. <laughs>
1: he had no airbags. So the truck was like, woo. Uh-huh, Max. <laughs> it was a Ford. And I'm just oh, like. Oh, uh, I got a
0: Super Duty. Yeah,
1: Super Duty was.
0: Boost, whatever. Oh, I can't remember what their diesel is called.
1: Ian and I. Super Duty. Yeah. Super Duty. I, Ian and I were laughing a lot as he went by us. Because he had to roll coal, too. Like, it oh, couldn't yeah. just be a.
0: Oh, I have something to say about
1: okay, that. Okay. Say about the One coal second. rolling for um, me.
0: So. <sighs> I, it pisses me off. Did you guys know? Because I don't think all of you are car people, but I'm a bit of a car person. Okay. Yeah, I'm adjusting volume while we're talking. Here. We're getting rowdy. Oh
1: well, we got excited about yeah, the car. We get excited about cars, yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. <clears throat> so you have to tune your engine in a very specific way for the for that to happen. Yes, Roll you coal. do. If you don't know what rolling coal is, it's where you see these big ass fucking diesel trucks, and they just blow a plume of black planet death black smoke out. Yeah. And, uh, some, you know, Thanos would fucking cry about it.
1: You have to have a specific tuner like, to even be able to yeah. achieve that, too. It's, like, it's it's so an expensive aftermarket add-on.
0: So it blows a fucking... It blows a load of uh, burning Greta Thunberg tears right out the, at the tailpipe. No, you have to specifically tune your engine to do yeah. that. They don't just do that. No, Maybe older trucks, if they're broken and they've accidentally tuned themselves to or that. Or if
1: you have a Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But well, even it, my truck it can doesn't. happen naturally, but, like, to do it all the time those huge clouds like that you have to tune your engine for that.
1: actually my truck has zero emissions anything on it Rufus that doesn't, helps too but yeah. i'm saying there's no it doesn't blow clouds of black smoke no. it's not a natural thing it blows a little tiny bit of blue smoke when it burns some oh fuel. yeah, yeah that, like, that's natural a, yeah a little tiny bit but then it goes away If your
0: car's not blo- uh, burning if your car doesn't have blue smoke coming out of it you don't have
1: Exactly. It's just a. But yeah. y- but it's the thing is, else. is it doesn't naturally roll coal. It has to be tuned specifically. No. Good. Yeah.
0: So that's what pisses me off is like these fucking dudes. Like, oh, go to make it blow coal because for some reason it's this cultural thing with these truck people. It's well, like, it's like saying
1: "f really? you" to someone.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't. really. I don't care that much about the environment. Like I'm not on like an activist by any means. But like, it does piss me off to see that because they they literally had to do that on purpose. So I mean, they had the intention of blowing big clouds of smoke out of the top of their truck. It's like come on guys, that's and nobody cares. Nobody likes it. Well... It's stupid. It's like I... the the guy that Tom was just talking about at the gas station. Oh yeah so the big pretty truck with the all This is like it's perfectly clean and everything. We talked about this last week. We
1: did. It's people who wash their tractor buckets out, like my AI yeah. guy said. You don't, you're just gonna get dirty again. Well, and what and okay, if you live the on a farm, if you and the dirt it off. is a very protective coating of cow manure usually, yeah, and it, it insulates it. And also, you're composting if you think about it, you're letting the nature do its work just in your tractor bucket. It's preloading, you're actually using less fuel. True. You know, and and I shouldn't poke fun. It's just the idea that you went and spent ten thousand or twenty or a hundred thousand dollars on some equipment, and then you don't use that equipment for the way that it was actually manufactured and intended, and yet you're going to be judgmental about it. Which I guess we support. So, sort of sound judgmental, but it's more annoyed. I get a little annoyed. Yeah. Actually, I get amused more than anything. I mean,
0: whatever you want to call it, this is. The podcast has evolved into social commentary.
1: It is social commentary.
0: And crime. a bit of political...
1: P- and some political philosophy, and philosophy. And philosophy.
0: It's a little bit of everything everybody enjoys about podcasts in the first place. Except for true crime. I we think
1: don't... eventually
0: we'll... Eventually we'll dive into true crime. We rise. have but to I do just one. Just
1: that. for fun. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? We care about everything. We are an ex- existential podcast. So We're everything that... we It touches... And I like being a generalist. Why do I have to be locked into one specialty? Yeah. I like to look at... I why, love learning about historical Why crime. subscribe
0: to one philosopher? Well, yeah. And you can just make up your, your own philosophy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Which is the most fun. Yeah, because what I've noticed, and I'm, I'm sorry, we have derailed, we have, we're have we digressing hard right now. Isn't that's that what, what we, we do. do? But like, I, I think about it sometimes, because every time I, I hear stuff about a philosopher, I never dove in too deep, and then like someone's doing a deep dive on YouTube, and I just happen to stumble across it. Like that guy with that Sonic video I was talking about.
1: Oh, that was so cool, yeah.
0: I always notice that I come to those same conclusions that that philosopher came to in their life, all on my own, just by living my life and thinking about
1: it. Well, things. to exist is to be a philosopher. Yeah. Like, everybody just is to a certain extent.
0: I was found that was funny.
1: Well, my thing is, is I, I feel like we're being so tribalized and divided into groups that you can't like or consider something from another school of thought. It's like, well, what if I like something that Marx said? Or what if I like something that someone really could, you know, what is it? Yeah. Can, like, really not popular said, like, does it matter? Yeah. Controversial, well, excuse exactly me.
0: Exactly, controversial.
1: Uh, yeah. and, and it's like, and you I need to be hanged by... You know, my daughter was doing... I helped her study for a test this week. They did the Crucible. And half the people in that weren't witches. This is about witchcraft. But what it's really about is that humans are tribal jerks, and they use their power and influence to get other people who don't fit the mold, or who they don't like, or who threaten their power structures, killed. Yeah. And by killed, I mean not literal death, but it could be social death. It could be, you know, it's always Go this Dad. jockeying thing. And I just feel like it would be so much easier just to be kind.
0: It, it definitely is. I
1: also think that's like a theme of our podcast, is we can um, talk about everything, poke fun at everything, so- but... So you did say
0: a couple days ago we wanted to since Randy's not here.
1: Yeah, Randy. God
0: damn it. <laughs> um, so we we go off the rails more when Randy's not here. We do. I've noticed. But anyway, Randy, thank um, you
1: for being our rudder, and now mad at you even more for not being here. Yeah, god damn it.
0: Yeah. But he uh, he steers us in the right direction most of the time, and also when he digresses, it's even worse. But it's fine. Um, we're we're totally gonna survive. Don't worry.
1: That was a good disclaimer of how we're not gonna make it. <laughs> we're probably not gonna survive this podcast. This is gonna be a doozy,
0: guys, because Randy's not here. Like, yeah, like a hold on tight. This, it, this motherfucker's flying. And Brady blind, and I isn't...
1: went to a convention yesterday. Oh yeah, so... we went
0: to a comic con. Yeah,
1: yeah, we did. Yeah, but I'm well, sorry, what were you gonna say though? Um, yeah, we will talk so, about that. In a
0: no, yeah. So uh, you said a couple days ago we wanna we we're probably gonna do a more philo- philosophical episode like we used to. Which
1: is gonna I mean, happen. It's totally
0: fine. We yeah. do it anyway. But um. Yeah. <sighs> Now I lost my train of thought. Oh,
1: the blueberry brain the train derailed. The blueberry Dean brain train, train,
0: went train went off the rails again. But that's okay. But anyway, you said we wanted to do more of a philosophical podcast, and that's fun.
1: Well, I think that, and uh, part of that is my problem. I love oh, philosophy and psychology, so I'm I got,
0: always going to be there. I got back on the rails.
1: Okay, back on there. I knew you would.
0: Um. So, I, I, a really good piece of advice I want to give listeners. <laughs> and this is very accidental. You're going to give so, advice. So grab on to something, guys. I know I'm it's going to be hard.
1: It's not but intended to be any sort of pause. investment advice. Go okay. pause,
0: go outside, touch some grass real quick, and come and sit down.
1: Buy some doge.
0: Children, I got something to say. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah buy some doge real quick. Big
1: Papa Brady's yeah. going to lay on the wisdom.
0: So um, everybody knows that there's a big controversy going on right now. I don't. If you're listening to this way into the future and this doesn't matter anymore, mm-hmm. just know that this was a huge issue currently. In October 2021, okay? Dave Chappelle just did a stand-up comedy special on Netflix. Okay. It's the biggest thing on the news right now because they have nothing better to report on because it's not like our currency is hyperinflated well, our supply chains are broken. And,
1: and they found Gabby's corpse. Gabby, so Gabby's yeah, corpse got fat. Yeah, There's a lot of
0: bigger news, but for some reason, the more rooted in establishment type of media, all they're talking about right now is Dave Chappelle's fucking comedy special that everybody apparently didn't watch the whole thing of.
1: Come on, all you have to know about it is people says he's attacking trans.
0: He's apparently attacking trans people, but I watched the entire thing twice now. Ooh, really? And if you actually listen to the end, he ties it all together at the very end of his story of one of, a great friend of his was a trans woman who ended up killing herself.
1: Oh, that actually happens a lot. And that he
0: like, but basically his entire point was that he's uncancelable. That was basically the entire point of that uh, that comedy special because he doesn't really
1: And shouldn't most really humans be uncancelable? Yeah. I mean, we all have said or done things that I'm... we should be canceled if we Oh, for sure. If we're exactly. judged by our actions, we've all been dicks.
0: And that's exactly where I was going with this. Yeah, no, sorry, we, I didn't I don't, interrupt we you. We don't need yes. to talk too much about the Dave Chappelle thing. No, you're
1: because. just talking about that we are timeless, we all are uncancelable. We should be. Um,
0: we should be. My yeah. point my point I wanted to make the overall point of my ramblings here is that it's not that hard to make yourself uncancelable. Here's the key, and this is what I do. You can't cancel me and you can't offend me. Do you want to know why? I don't care what you say. I don't loop myself in, or I don't group myself do uh, I? I don't label myself as any kind of group at all. I mm-hmm. joke around, I make little Jew jokes here and there because Well, that's my heritage, it's fun, yeah. You know, you can't control your heritage. You don't derive
1: labels. your value or worth from your labels. Yeah,
0: I have no I don't label myself under anything. I know.
1: don't think you should, you know. Unfortunately, I temporary
0: sh- ones for conversational sakes like oh yeah, I'm a nerd or whatever, but not like I don't root my identity in any kind of group or label or like because i like well that. and
1: i love being a generalist yeah. i i'm interested in a lot of things i don't want to and yeah, you know too. for people that have specialized interests that's awesome too but don't don't derive your entire identity from what you choose to do exactly like, like i more play. more than that
0: i play guitar a bit. i'm not gonna put say like i am part of the guitar community not necessarily or at least that's not going to be something that like I get tribal about. And I play video games and I'm not going to sit there and say I'm only a gamer. Like, my identity isn't those things. My identity is me, who I am. I just happen to do those things. And I happen to interact with those groups.
1: Well, and I I like... I'm very chameleon-ish. The only thing that I can truly say that I am... That I'm always going to be identified as is short. Because people will not let it go. Yeah.
0: But you're also not going to create...
1: A grievance, because I I look at it more as a joke. I was just yeah, you're
0: not going to put yourself in the victim class of short people. Well, but I want unless it's convenient for comedic timing. Yes, which that's always a good time.
1: Well, I guess, I guess that's the whole point. Maybe that's a big part of our podcast too. Is you should be able to like everything without gatekeepers telling you no. You should be able to say things without people canceling you. Like yeah. that's the whole point of a free- and yes, now that stops when it causes harm to others, but this idea that everything is harming everyone all the time has gotten a little out of hand.
0: That, it's very true. It's kind of oh, it's it's our podcast is off the rails. No. That movement, whatever it is, is off the fucking rails because You can't just, guess what? Like that's gonna happen. You're going to get hurt if you go on the internet, one way or the other. You're going to get your feelings hurt somehow.
1: And you shouldn't, there's a huge (laughs) diametric difference between being insulated from harm completely and being resilient knowing you're going to, you're only harmed if you choose to be harmed. I think it's. Yeah. I post about it a lot on my Twitter page. We're it's really, for saying that. No. But it's it's ancient philosophy. It, it's like someone could walk up to me and say, "You ugly fucking piece of shit," and I'd be like, "That's so cool! Like, why are you so angry?" I. I oh, it's no.
0: definitely going to trigger your fight or flight if they do that, though, because but, that's like, but, that's definitely like an aggression.
1: But to learn how to train yourself to not be triggered is the key. And we're going far, far, far the well, other way where we're triggered about everything. I think
0: people take things way too personally, and yeah. you can tell that by the fact that. It was a stand-up comedy special. Yes. He's not a fucking political pundit. He's not a philosopher. He's not a scientist. He's not the president. He's a stand-up comedian. So everything he says is just these random thoughts he had, and it ties together into these like inconvenient truths to make a, a, a piece of comedy.
1: Yeah, he's literally diving for guffaws. It's like just, he wants to be. He's just saying
0: things that he that he chuckles about, and he usually projects it to the audience too. And to this be is alive is to
1: hurt yeah. Like we have but, to we have to learn how to navigate it yeah.
0: But they're jokes like It doesn't mean that he's trying to hurt anybody necessarily You can tell when someone is or not
1: And also you can't but be hurt Unless comedian. you choose to be hurt I want trans people to understand it I want yeah. everyone to understand it and you know what? I'm the first person of some... Okay, there's an example of this. On the subway in Philadelphia, was it yesterday? A man raped a woman in front of a whole bunch of people, and nobody called 911, nobody intervened, nobody Jesus. did anything. And I mean, he literally did it right in front of everybody else. Just violently raped her. And the thing is, it's like, trans person or anybody out there, if someone's hurting you in front of me, by God, I will do something, okay? Yeah. like Because that's what virtue's about. This idea, that, but at the, the same token, that most people, when they say stuff, they don't care about you. I know Dave Chappelle does not even know I exist. He doesn't know Brady nope. exists. He doesn't know that you exist, so quit taking everything as an attack against you. Most people don't care about you. Exactly. They don't, and that shouldn't cause you harm. If you're, not, And I think it goes back to validation. Everybody needs validation or they don't matter. You don't need validation from other humans. You have
0: to validate yourself. If you don't validate yourself... Then what's the point of seeking validation from other means? Like, really?
1: And the world is you mean- are
0: you. You have to be in this this meat sack yes. for your entire life, whether it be short or long, or whatever. Um, but so if you don't validate yourself, you'll never find validation elsewhere. I'm gonna tell you that right now.
1: Well, and that's and,
0: a that's a philosophical fact. It's wanna, a huge you one. You want to argue with that? That's fine. Get on our Discord. We gotta plug the Discord.
1: Oh, We do gotta plug get, it. Get up Discord. on our Discord and
0: we'll discuss it. And I'd love to discuss it if you have a counterpoint to that. But I know for a fact. And it's not just me, that if you don't love yourself or validate yourself, you'll never get it elsewhere, I'm telling you. You're chasing the dragon.
1: And to be alive, everything's stacked against you. Like, it's actually more comfortable now than at any point in history. And I'm definitely, that's the thing is, is when you point that out, people automatically get defensive and turn it to that you're making excuses for Nazis and for racism for this and for Uh that. And it's like, I would never excuse bad behavior ever like I don't want people to excuse it in me if I act like a dick I would like you to say hey you're being a dick but then not also everything about you needs to be wiped from the face of reality it's like your behavior in this instance is dickish and I'd be like you know what I might get mad I might even get defensive because I'm not perfect but I go think about it and I'd be like you know what I was and I'm gonna be sorry about that behavior why can't we interact with each other that way I've
0: had behavior all the time like I'm, I'm in a relationship okay Mm. If anybody's ever been in a relationship You know that you fuck up sometimes both, You, you both totally parties, do And you, then what you do is you Everybody calms down for a minute And you think rationally for a minute yep. Sometimes it's days, weeks later But eventually You start discussing it And you realize I'm going to admit my mistake We all fuck up is what I'm trying to say I think
1: Yeah, and it's up. there's a difference between Human existence effing up and then actual yeah. mi- mean malice ridden hate. You know, like yeah. people with agendas,
0: no it does. There's nobody that can argue accurately that that doesn't exist. And if you try to make that argument, you're gonna fail.
1: Well, and it's like the rapist in Philadelphia. I don't care that you thought that lady was hot or for whatever reason, you don't get to hurt other people with your actions. <clears throat> and I think that's part of the big discussion we need to all have is there's a physical action and then there's like mental and you know emotional damage too. And it is a thing. Absolutely. We've all been damaged. So it's like, do we be the police? And Because what might be funny to one person is harmful to another. So like, do you self-police yourself? Do you just not put yourself in a situation? Like, How do you do this? It's very nuanced.
0: It is very nuanced. That's the problem. And that's I think that's ultimately the problem Dave Chappelle is facing.
1: Is the nuance. And many
0: other comedians. like It's not just him. He's not the only... This isn't his first rodeo, first of all. His own. Um, and second of all, stand-up comedians have been getting quote-unquote canceled or whatever. They've been getting the blunt end of cancel culture for quite a while now.
1: But they're not equitable not in who they cancel because there's other people that are absolutely reprehensible that are just, they That's have what a platform. I mean,
0: yeah. It's kind <clears> of, <throat> they kind of cherry pick. They like, go for low-hanging fruit first, obviously. Like,
1: well, if Dave Chappelle had a, a foundation a huge, a to, to, like, cause harm to trans people, yeah, I'd get on board to not do that, you yeah. know? But then on the flip well, he doesn't, side...
0: He has no platform that harms trans people at all. He just makes jokes.
1: Well, and that's what I'm saying, but oh, that being the, I was bullied a lot as a young person. But and,
0: my point is he's not bullied.
1: Well, the thing is, is you can turn that off, and that's what I was trying to say, yeah. is you don't have to listen to Dave Chappelle, and he's, as far as I know, he's find, not creating legions of people to hurt people. Find
0: your own comedians that you enjoy that are not saying the things you don't like to hear.
1: Well, and that's just it. As long as you have freedom of choice to turn on and off things, yeah. does or speak out against Dave Chappelle. I have no problem with people not liking him. I, he's oh, a comedian; yeah. he they're, should they're be definitely used to speaking it.
0: Speaking out, and I'm not. I don't want to stop people from speaking out if that's the way they feel, because I truly believe in freedom of speech and freedom of expression. And
1: that's the part you and I think—I think both of us worry about. Not that I'm speaking for you, but that you can't even have a discussion about yeah. what we're discussing because it might trigger someone.
0: My problem lies in the, the, like unfettered activism. That's going on with the people literally trying to take away His livelihood because of jokes When honestly you could just turn it off And find a new comedian He's not like
1: You know something that's been bugging me about activists too He doesn't
0: hate your group he just is making jokes
1: It's like there was the trans employees That busted into the finance meeting And they got fired or suspended I think it was suspended And I was thinking about that It's like okay so does rude behavior justify rude behavior Never and I don't at think it does. Opinion. Like, I have no problem protesting, cancel your Netflix subscription. But there's this lack of civility. It's okay for certain groups to do damaging behavior, and I don't under. It, my brain has trouble with it, I, and maybe I'm wrong here. Mm. I would love if you went I to our know. Discord server and yelled at us. That's what I'm saying. Because we would talk with you about it. Yeah.
0: Just because we're sitting here talking and we have a microphone, and this goes for Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Just because we're sitting here talking with a microphone doesn't mean we're right or we have the only idea that any that should ever matter. We're just, you know, talking. We're talking about is, what we're you know, all thinking. That why people all love of podcasts?
1: I think so. people just
0: sit down and talk. We're not like, we're not like beholden to advertisers trying to, trying to push a narrative to sell things. We're not a CNN, no, or MSNBC or Fox. We're news, not or Co, One America so long, news. Or,
1: you know, all of those. We are
0: just two people, and we who, have nobody is over us. It's just us. We're the bosses here of the podcast, and we're talking about things. And that's, you know, what people do. That. That's a good segue to my next point, unless you have yes, one. to add, No. But I'll, add I'll a, I, actually, pot.
1: that is what I, I want to go with this.
0: So uh, I don't know how far off the rails we've gone from a point we were trying to make at the beginning of the episode, but anyway, this I'm gonna going to keep going because that's what we do. This is
1: what we do. This is
0: this is podcasting, bitches. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, so another controversy recently going on, and again, this might be dated eventually, but who cares? So the, oh, 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 oh. Should we answer it? We have a call from Randy.
1: Okay, hold on. Uh, you are on the podcast, we're recording right now. Hey, what's going on?
0: <laughs> oh, jeez, that's what I figured. Uh, well, I wanted to let you know that I I emailed you guys, like, a, a thing, oh. you know, uh, that basically just has me saying, like, yep, uh, oh, oh for sure, <laughs> and that way you I will find a way to do
1: that. <laughs> oh, and don't worry. We've already raked you over the coals at least two or three times for ghosting us today, but now we're not retracting that. No. So, I, yep. Oh, it's know, it's wonderful that you called. I, I fully understand. I mean, we could have tried Craig again, but I, I honestly, after listening yeah. to the recording from Thursday, it did, it did not go not. Oh, well. and for you guys who don't know, <laughs> Craig is a, a thing we're working on where we can do multiple tracks it's gonna be awesome but yeah it's a so um
0: inside baseball audio technology crap
1: yeah we got this don't worry about craig well um we're gonna
0: fix him right up
1: we're right in the middle of this so i wanted you to say hi to everybody say hi hi to randy yep and
0: it's like, yes, I, I am literally phoning it in this
1: week. So, <laughs> uh, so hi. <laughs> oh, I love our podcast uh, one, so much. Nah, you gotta pay me my real... D- bitches!
0: Yep, that's oh, the crap. He, now we have to give him his salary. Um,
1: Mark Zuckerberg just had you blank out when you said that one R-word, so... Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> 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 but we miss you. Uh, hey, I just want to
0: remind you... Uh, about the the conversation from Thursday about uh, interactions and social spaces. So,
1: oh, do we remember uh, that? We haven't
0: brought that up yet.
1: Interactions and social I, spaces. It
0: was, it was, yeah, you were you were talking about like the importance of. Uh,
1: Oh, physical! Uh, uh, yeah, to be there, be present in the in. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: what we were just about. Okay, you called it The at, perfect time yeah. I was literally just segued into that. So. Okay,
1: so we're going into I mean, that. I literally call in with a segue.
0: So, that's fine It's like uh, you're actually here.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's that uh, the he yeah. got into theta waves.
1: Okay, we're going in. All right. Thank you, cuz.
0: All, right. all right. Okay. Bye. Take it easy, Rainy No problem. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
1: That, so was, that, was, great that was perfect. Okay, cause so was, go back into this. I was,
0: okay. I was just about to segue into his point. So, um, another controversy is Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, god. oh my god, he's the worst guy He's uncancelable oh too. Oh my god, he's also uncancelable. We might need he to write a book called
1: Uncancelable. Yeah, we should. Okay, we got We're lots of books we need our right here.
0: podcast yeah. Uncanceled.
1: I think it might need to be that. That's
0: a new podcast genre, huh? Yeah,
1: Uncancelable. Fun,
0: fun. It's hard um, to say. Okay, so go back so to Joe he, Rogan. So he recently had the chief medical correspondent for CNN, a Dr. Gu... his name? Gupta. Gupta, sorry. Sanjay Gupta. Sanjay Gupta. Um, and, you know, they discussed a lot of various things, but one of which was his... Uh,
1: uh, Joe Rogan, he yeah.
0: did take the horse dewormer,
1: for oh, my his, God. Ivermectin's for his been used coronavirus. Coronavirus. so
0: Yeah, yeah don't, we don't need to get into that discussion. Ah!
1: Okay. Because
0: yeah. tri- I'm triggered already. I
1: get triggered so. by that. I use my ivermectin. blood fucking
0: boils when people start to discuss that. I've accidentally that been
1: bathed in yeah. ivermectin before. So, God, uh, everybody
0: stop it with that shit. Ivermectin's not dangerous. And if you want to use it for COVID, what's the harm? Anyway, okay, cancel back. me for that, I guess. Yeah.
1: We, no, we're uncancelable. So a- he, he
0: took that, among many other things that his doctor prescribed him, or at least recommended he do, like IV um drips for vitamins exercise being healthy you know being generally healthy
1: did he take he took those too? things yeah.
0: for uh you know therapeutics for his um COVID-19 he kicked it in three days everybody's pissed because you know
1: that when it gets to narrative
0: because yeah exactly
1: couldn't they just be happy someone got die. better no because if
0: he died then it would have pushed their narrative that ivermectin's bad and they would have been able to use that but that's not what happened so everybody's fucking pissed but anyway, so he was questioning the um, Goosebug guy. What the fuck is his
1: name? Gupta. Gu- why can't I remember Sanjay. his damn name? Dr. Gupta. So, Dr. G. Dr. G. Dr.
0: G, man. Uh, he was he uh, he questioned Dr. G as to why in the fuck CNN kept rolling with the horse dewormer narrative when it has been prescribed billions of times to human beings for many other things. It, it has cured, uh, what's that, river River blindness? Well, and dead and goo it, and fever it's a, And it's in really many good for parasitic...
1: Treatment in humans. It's been used, that's what I use it for on the farm and half my whole life is for parasites. Just, FYI.
0: Now, my whole point wasn't to push ivermectin on everybody. It just pisses me off. Um, The entire thing about it on the mainstream, whatever, news, brainwaves.
1: I don't like how people use things that aren't labeled correctly, though. Like, don't go suck on a tube of horse face. Okay, anyways, back on that. Well, definitely, Uh,
0: like, always consult your doctor for Like, honestly, to even take aspirin, you really, it even says on the box, probably fucking could talk to your doctor first yeah, like come on you
1: bleed easy yeah yeah
0: okay and, so, unless so, you're you, know, you know you've taken it before and you're fine
1: well and that's but even just so. it
0: but my point is talk to your doctor but my point is um he uh dr Goospa. goosebow goosebow who's cow dr who's cow dr hooby dooby dr g, dr. Houskow.
1: Dr. Houskow. Dr. g. <laughs> i'm sorry, <laughs> sorry dr. i'm not g. trying to disrespect
0: him no i'm just really bad with names. it's and okay I'm very dr. sorry dr g Dr. G, Dr. G. Um, he wrote a follow-up article, obviously, you know,
1: because he actually, works for CNN, Yeah,
0: and so he has to follow up with, I went on Joe Rogan's podcast. It wasn't a bad article. I liked the way it was written.
1: It he was, he it, didn't insult
0: Joe Rogan at all. It had a
1: spirit of humility that I didn't expect, yeah. which I appreciated, exactly. Dr. G.
0: Um, and it was a wonderful conversation if you haven't heard the episode. Uh,
1: I don't have that many But here's hours. the point,
0: because it, the biggest paragraph in that article that he the follow-up he wrote that stood out to me uh, was he was talking about how he had never sat down for three hours oh yeah three and a half hours and had a conversation with anybody before he might have been exaggerating when he said that
1: I doubt he has but he's a professional
0: I started to think really hard about that it really stood out to me because I'm like all my life I've sat for hours and talked to people especially when I smoke weed
1: well, I, I didn't have that part of my <laughs> life, but I have set.
0: And so, f- the first question in my mind is: Have I had too much free time? Am I not productive enough? And then I said, Nah, fuck! I don't care anyway, because I live my life how I want to live my life, and I don't care if I'm not productive. So then I pushed that all into the back of my mind, and that'll come up as a mental problem later in my life anyway, when I have my midlife crisis. You're gonna have about one two of those. Years. <laughs> Maybe. Eh, you
1: have a toddler. I don't even know if I'll have
0: a midlife at this rate.
1: You have a toddler. Or you you're assassin. Oh, well, you know what? Think about that, Brady. <laughs> like, I, we were talking about that. That's what Cuz brought up. Is Yeah. The things that happen to you biochemically when you're with a person and you're exchanging dialogue is amazing. Yeah. Amazing physiological stuff. You cannot do that with zeros and ones. And I love technology. I love being able to communicate with people, but honestly, there's something to be said about the magic that happens and yes, I use the M word, mm-hmm. when you're sitting there having a discussion with another human. Yeah,
0: you guys can't see Katie's um, uh, biolinguistic cues. Yeah, right? I'm
1: gesturing. That's a big thing. S- gesturing is an gesturing. important thing. Yeah. Well, I, I gesture a lot. And then also, I don't know anybody that's ever had a conversation with other people when you get together with someone and you guys are vibing stuff happens like your brain literal magic yes physiologically there's there's pheromones endorphins all of this stuff happens you cannot do that on a zoom call
0: and your brain processes all of these things but basically in an instant as the conversation goes
1: yeah like millions and trillions of algorithms if then if then if then
0: so so conversations aren't just words being exchanged. Like there's so much to language that isn't just words. Words are like the words are the frame that everything else sits on.
1: Well, and you when can, conveying
0: any kind of point or any kind of conversation, even if it's a pointless conversation.
1: And if you train yourself in the art of conversation, you notice other things, like you know, mm-hmm. oh, that person's chewing their nails; they're nervous. Or this there's all of these neat things that you notice that you totally would miss on a Zoom call. Or and I'm glad we have that stuff. But what's happened now is we're also isolated because of the Rona. Yeah. I feel like that's part of the problem why we cannot communicate effectively. Oh, d-
0: discourse, yeah, the the entire like, the entire construct of human discourse
1: is, is just broken terribly. You know? Yeah, it's, it's just terrible. So,
0: it's because there's a hybrid of everybody chatting online, all the noise, and you know your normal day to day stuff where you do actually converse in person with people. But there's a mix there.
1: Well, just the word sorry. Say so someone texts you the word sorry. That can mean 55 literal things based on inflection. Yeah, like, and we miss all of that. And
0: there there could be context or not. You don't know.
1: And emotion, emojis are not going to cut it on that. You can convey some emotion with bits, but you really can't convey, you know, like when you're sitting with a friend and they are telling a story about when their dad died and it made this impact on their life and stuff. You're going to feel what they're feeling. and. And that's what I think we're missing in some of these discussions. The empathic... Yeah. The
0: empathic connection you have with people when you're talking to a person, too.
1: And there are many psychologists and sociologists that have taught... And the physicians that have, that have discuss this that are way smarter mm-hmm. and more educated. I shouldn't say smarter, but way those, more educated. Do
0: you think those people have sat down for three and a half plus hours and had conversations about anything, too?
1: I don't know. I don't Cause think...
0: Because with, with Dr. G... In his case he's probably just a bookish dude he had his fucking head in books a lot i mean he's very smart
1: well, he's he, a doctor he's a doctor so he had to go to medical school yeah. do you have a lot of time to sit and talk to people
0: exactly like did he has he ever really had time to sit and talk to people and then after school obviously he's gonna be busy with his career you got
1: residency which is yeah. no sleep just I work. Just, i just felt that it, it, it
0: struck me with a dissonance i haven't had in a while because of the fact that i have spent my whole life Having long form conversation with people in person a lot. Well,
1: I grew up with a dad. This is my
0: first rodeo with this in podcast.
1: Phenomenal pen- pen- bullshitter. Like yeah. my dad. I'm um, growing up. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was normal. And okay, we were never home a lot. Like we'd be at some friend's house a different night of the week for hours, and they would literally talk. So I thought that was normal. But apparently, it's not normal.
0: Yeah. Sometimes me and my friends would just sit around and play video games, or like you know, just not even that. We'll just sit and get stoned and talk for hours about all sorts of deep shit in life.
1: Oh, I love you know, those basically
0: how we talk, me and Katie, on the podcast. Yeah, it's the same exact thing without a microphone, and we just talk for hours about ghosts and fucking UFOs and the meaning of life and like other like more specific subjects like video games. We just talk. Armchair I've been philosophy. talking my whole life for hours and hours.
1: Well, and when I'm not you know talking, big mouth is that the problem? I don't You're know. I. is those I don't
0: kids who do pirates, you got a big mouth. You got
1: a big mouth. Yeah. Armchair, armchair philosophers. You know, like. <laughs> Well, honestly, though, what when I talk to you, though, like, on in my brain, that's happening 24-7. Like, mm-hmm. it does not. In fact, when I was young, I used to get kind of upset. I'm like, is it ever going to shut off? Right. And as you get older, it gets a little better because you learn how to compartmentalize things. And also, you're tired from taking care of other humans. So, but it still doesn't really shut off.
0: I think of it like, here's a good analogy for that. So, like, in a computer, and an operating system, how that works? Yeah. Is you have a compiler. But before the compiler, it's just ones and zeros. Binary code, yep. which is literally just... Um, Different circuits in the motherboard
1: lighting up and um, turning off. on and yeah. off. There's Our all sorts of work there's way. all sorts
0: of logic switches built into the computer. So ones and zeros. It's all it is. That's that's how a computer works. There's this thing called a compiler mm-hmm. that takes those ones and zeros, converts it into programming language in order to project images on a screen called the user interface and how you interface with that.
1: Yep.
0: Um, it's literally just taking electrical signals and turning it into light. That's all a computer does. It doesn't do anything else than that. It does calculations in order to convert. On and off switches to basically, a, it's a light bright. It's a, that's how your computer works. Just it's a just com- a very, very complex light bright. Ooh,
1: that means our brain is a complex yeah. light bright. It's
0: basically that. So, what I think that analogy is is like, do you have all those ones and zeros always going on? Always. When you talk, is when you turn on the user interface. You're mm-hmm. interfacing with
1: people. Which is a perfect analogy for it because it's like the yeah. interfacing and it takes energy. Okay, it, does, yeah. it drains the battery. Energy. You know, the background, you know, the compiler in the background is. It does some energy usage, but nothing like when you interface. Exactly. Yeah. So, so but, that,
0: but that's what a, that's what talking, communicating okay. is 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 the user interface, and it's not just your audio. You have all sorts of, of other cues of what, like we were talking about. Oh, physiological Biolinguistics, luxury. I believe, is what it's called. I think. And
1: Elon, that I need an upgrade on my interface oh, because yeah. my battery life is definitely oh. lagging.
0: Yeah. Circle back to uh, Katie's brain labor shortage. So, like, yeah. the world is going through a labor crisis right now. It Supply is. Supply chains are broken
1: oh yeah <coughs> her
0: brain is having a resource issue too it seems
1: it is and I,
0: I mean maybe it's all of us too it's probably not just you
1: i also think we get more from like i used to crave and i would read like the back of the ketchup bottle whatever was available and now there's this mass availability of, in, of information to the point that it's almost overwhelming because you really can't concentrate on more than a certain amount at a
0: time yeah we will about deep work
1: Yes, the deep work thing, oh, cognitively. Focus. And I've also been working really hard on deep cognitive work, which I think also takes more out of you. Because yeah, Katie's been writing the book. God. I know, I'm half done. I'm and I can't wait myself. to plug it
0: when it's done, because it's going to be an ultimate victory for her.
1: It, it so is, because I never finish anything, excited. because I let other people interrupt me, and I've learned to say no.
0: Can we? Can we what? We can record an audio version of that.
1: We could, it'd be fun. You don't have to release oh. it
0: for free, either. Can just,
1: I would love it if but you read If well, you would
0: like, you can read your book and record it. Let's do it. Anyway, okay. we digress. Yeah,
1: well, I love... Okay, Big like,
0: thing's coming, because Katie's awesome. Can't wait no. to read her book.
1: Um, I think you might actually like it. Yeah. Um, well, my favorite... You know what's funny, though, is I was thinking about because I'm really struggling. Do I want to go traditional publishing route, or do I want to do it myself? Because I'm lazy. It, you
0: can always attempt it yourself, and then if... It doesn't it's overwhelming, you always throw it
1: in a, in a... And honestly, it's not that sculpture. I'm lazy. I just have an awareness of how much work it is going to be to do it myself. And oh, the thing yeah. is, is though, I like having the artistic control and I'm willing to put the work in to do it. And I think I might just go for it and do it myself. Because I'm going to hire out the stuff that I need to, like editing and, cu- and doing the oh, yeah. images. You know, the things that you need professionals to do. But I don't want other people to be in control of what I create anymore. And so I need to live that, put my action where or my, you know, principles are, and I think just go for it, because I kind of want to do some stuff with NFTs. You know what the problem is, though, Brady is to learn all this stuff and do it.
0: It's so much time.
1: And I, I think I'm becoming more aware that my life is about half over, given the average lifespan, and it's like, my God, I have so much stuff I want to do and learn, and that life is taking more and more, there, there's this weird balance between and the duality of being a responsible, productive person, and then pursuing what interests you.
0: Yeah. Do you struggle with that? All the time. Yeah. All the time.
1: You, in fact, you were talking to me about Mountain of Laundry this morning.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I, I got through that today. Did you
1: get through Mountain of Laundry? I fucking
0: powered through it this morning, like, my son tried to interrupt me several times, and I was just like, no, go watch Blippy, I'm fucking busy.
1: I'm laundrying. So,
0: he thankfully, he let me, without a problem, um, get my fucking Mountain of Laundry down, but I digress. Well,
1: no, it's the same thing. My son wasn't annoyed about, he's like, I can't find any socks, and I'm like, I know they're in your den of iniquity, which is also known as his bedroom. And so I just went in there and took 25 minutes, and I completely went through the whole room. And, and he comes home, right? And from shotgun practice, he goes in there, and he's like, I'm like, go look at your room. He's like, my god, it's so nice. I'm like, that took 20 minutes, you idiot. That's what I've been
0: trying to tell my my five and six, or my six-year-old daughters. Yeah. It's like, guys, me moving slow, myself, can clean the den, or their little playroom, basically. Yeah, in 20 In not even 20 minutes. Well, like, usually 10. If I'm going slow.
1: And you know what to and be. And they take yeah.
0: three hours sometimes. It's like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. You got to just focus and do it.
1: And to be fair to them, our brains are developed. Yeah. And we've trained That's ourselves very to. very true. And also, when I was young, I used to get overwhelmed because I would, I think, inductively, so I'll see the whole thing and I'm like, "That's too much." Oh yeah. And I know my son's that way. That happens
0: every time I start any project. Do you know what helped me the whatever. most
1: is working, being a librarian for a decade. I, was I had a- to break things down into doable
0: parts. The the first day we did this podcast, uh-huh. don't go li- don't go listen to episode zero. I'm, pr- <clears> so, hey, no, I'm proud. you got to start somewhere. I-, I loved it. It was fun. I got addicted because of that episode. Yeah.
1: yeah um, we no, were. but
0: it was so overwhelming at first because I, I didn't know yeah. what the fuck... The only thing I did know was how to use a DAW roughly because it had been years since I'd even touched one. And fuck, we made it through it.
1: We did. And you know what? We you get better balls balls with a tug. But the... <laughs> <laughs> we totally... My non-existent balls got tugged a lot that day because I was, I was like... Well, and that's how... You- a novel... There's a reason why not everybody writes a book or why there's not a lot of... It is a very hard undertaking because... You're coalescing a three-act structure into something that you want people to read. Yeah. You're constantly dealing with self-doubt because it's like, I want it to be good, and it can't just come out the box good. You no. got to give yourself permission to do a bad job.
0: Uh, this is why a lot of writers are alcoholics. This is my observation. Don't don't fucking burn me on the cross here, but my observation from... I've talked to a few writers. I see it all the time on Twitter because I follow a few. They all have that same thing to say. It about, is. About like the, the personal judgment and all that stuff. But it, this is why they're all alcoholics, because that will take its fucking toll on you, and you want to numb yourself to that to exactly. just get through it, right? So,
1: well, and it's, and it's not just a, hey, i to sit down and write a 90,000-word manuscript. It's a lot yeah. harder than that, because plot is complicated. And I'm a natural-born storyteller, so it's actually easier for me. Like, the other day, I wrote a short story. I wrote it in an hour. Yeah. And, well, my, and writing's
0: hard. It's not, like, it's not like talking. You can sit there and tell your story.
1: Yes. In a lot less
0: time than, A, it would take to write it, and B, it would take to read it. Writing is one of those things that's like, you're converting language, which has already been converted from all sorts of other thoughts and whatever, bio- like actual biological and neurological electrical signals going off. Yeah. Somehow our brains convert that into language, which is not just words we've discussed. But then, then you're taking that another step, adding another layer of conversion to written sig- um, symbols,
1: Yep, which is a whole
0: other part of your brain than talking.
1: And it's taking you both you're doing yeah. both right and left brain. So it's you're creating it, i can the understand story. the you're liquor consumption. yeah,
0: you're translating it into written symbols. You also have to like follow a at least relatively, Uniform structure that everybody has to follow when writing a book. Which, which is, is Storytelling. Yeah, it's beginning with like you... have yeah. to want to hear or write, read the story, right? So,
1: and you have characters, you have theme, yeah. you have plot, you writing have is uh, not narrative. It's especially so, fiction. It's so hard. Because
0: then you're world building on top of it. You're creating a whole other reality, essentially,
1: well, What I've exists done exists in the,
0: these symbols on a piece of paper. It's wonderful. What I've Humans done is I'm one
1: of those people that I like to do things and just get it done, right? Yeah. You can't do that with a novel. Yeah. And so I broke it down to, you know what, I can get done in a day is I can write a scene. And by the time I write that scene, which is usually 1,500 to 3,000 words, I am exhausted. Mm -hmm. My brain hurts, I've got to have some food, and I just feel drained. It's
0: like when we do a three and a half hour podcast. It's the
1: same thing. It is just, you are only capable, and that goes back to what we were talking about. Deep cognitive work, you're lucky if you got four hours a day. Yeah. And then after that, go do some rote work. Because you are just dead.
0: Can we extend our deep work capacity with, like... How do I think, how do I put this?
1: With in, it, like like
0: so in the movie the matrix i like, god i i'm sorry for my broken record about this movie but there's a lot of philosophical like implications in that movie that who gets connect tired to of the matrix world. i love that movie yeah i know but like uh, that's very true i love that movie too but like in the matrix like they're plugged into this machine that essentially it's just a big life support machine and then it's it's it's, it's converting your yeah. brain Interface with the world into an interface with a digital world instead of the physical world. So it's bypassing your biological um, interface with the world, a e your or i e your uh, nervous system, and your, your lizard s- brain, and your all that sight stuff. and your yeah. smell, and taking all your senses the way you interface with reality, if that's actually real or if it's in a simulation. Uh, that's we can go off day. I'd love it. to do that. Well, my one, point yeah. is, like, could you extend your deep work capacity through a like a life support type of system that can take the real time need of those resources that you're expending through deep work, like energy and stuff, and give it to you in real time as you need it. Can you extend it to? Can we call that the Tom? And basically, put yourself in a matrix.
1: Can we call that the Tom Brady effect? Because yeah. he's extended his yeah. ability to do deep work on an athletic level. Yeah. By putting a, a extra special input in, plus a combination of genetics. So, can we augment that? That's I don't know. That's what my question is. I would I'm love asking. it if yeah. somebody would ask it. And yeah. for right now, we are limited. That that is, you know. I've cal newport neat podcast neat guy computer scientist he's the one that studies this it's interesting to him and that is about where we are you, if you're interested in this look him up he's great yep. and I, I and honestly though if you think about it that's about where we are we can't you can get up after we do those podcasts and go do rote activities like cook dinner fold stuff yeah stare at the tv
0: it would be tough for me to go do any kind of any more deep work yes.
1: but to create
0: creating is like it's, it's one of the most resource-intensive things that humans can do.
1: It's also the most traumatizing and fulfilling.
0: That, that brings me to a bit of a new, another point. Oh, I toss to it out. So you're talking about creativity and your writing and everything. And I mentioned world building. That's kind of what you do when you write Lots fiction. Lots of world, you're world building. You're world build, right? Yeah. And Neil Stevenson's a master at this. There's a lot of masters oh, at this. Oh, he
1: is my favorite.
0: I, I love good world building. But I've it's something I've noticed... I don't know if Gen X does this. I don't think boomers ever do this. Millennials... And I definitely Gen Z Definitely yeah. Gen Z oh, yeah. I'm sure Gen Alpha is going to do it too We live in this like perpetual state of world building
1: We're always all, trying all to our make comedy, our crew, All of our comedy, all of our jokes you... Memes
0: essentially is world building There has to be a well, we just consensus on a world that exists in, in alternate reality And it has its own these, language In which these own... memes mean something
1: Well, and you know what? We went to the con yesterday. That is a definite world-building world. Like, it celebrates world-building.
0: So, so for whatever reason, millennials, it's like we're rejecting the actual reality we're interfacing with, and we want to spruce it up with our own... Do version of that, and we proj- we do project that, and I don't I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if boomers do this,
1: well, and I don't know
0: if Gen X does this. But
1: their reality was wonderful as kids. You could yeah. go buy a really cool car. And it was more engaged; could...
0: they didn't have the internet.
1: That's true, and maybe that's a <laughs> side effect of the internet yeah. is that we can build our own. Well, and everywhere I look, there's an article about the metaverse. So I don't know if the tech people know something we don't know about what they're going to launch pretty soon. But they're really using the media to prepare us for this. You can live in here. You can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's sad we can't do that out here. Why do we have to? Now, I love the idea of it, but why do we have to do it in there?
0: I think we're in one of the first iterations of The Matrix. I think we are, too. Um, And the next iteration is the one where they attempt to give us a utopia, and we reject it violently. Because uh, if you remember, in was it the third one or the second one when the architect? I think it was the second one. Yeah, he visits the architect, and the architect tells him about the uh, previous iterations of the Matrix, of the they, simulation. They
1: couldn't handle the utopia. Well, yeah. that's like your rat study.
0: Oh, the rat study. Oh, two rat studies. I'm going to discuss. First yeah. one is the what was the, the rat beautiful utopia? ones? Yeah,
1: the beautiful ones. I, I don't know too
0: many details, so I'll, 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 I'll summarize it very quickly. So, a guy took a bunch of rats, created a utopia for them. Uh, you know, like basically, pure comfort. O- almost a good metaphor for how life is now. Like a lot of comforts, a bit of struggle because being alive is just a struggle in general. You you're fighting against. Yeah, forces you can't of have nature. a perfect utopia. Yeah. It's not a it's, achievable. It's impossible because just being alive is struggling against nature. You have to, to dead. struggle
1: against gravity to breathe. Even <laughs> yeah. so even the like, universe yeah.
0: itself like shouldn't exist, but it struggles on. Yeah, and that's why it exists. So entropy. a true utopia. So is not they possible, made it, they, but-, but they made it very close to true utopia for these rats. And then there's all the, there's all these interesting um,
1: observations. Like, observations
0: that happen from it. We don't need to go too far into detail, um, but you guys should look into it. It's really wonderful
1: because of the beautiful ones.
0: But there, there, there's We're this, at the beautiful
1: ones level. Yeah, there was this
0: like subset of
1: pretty rats. the the
0: rat society that were called the beautiful ones, and they were left alone. Like some of most of the rats started fighting each other and stuff, but the beautiful ones were apparently left alone, and, and were they were basically just... worshipped. And like how we worship celebrity and create YouTube creators and all that, and, they and TikTok people, we, like we're, we're we're like pampering these people. And all they did they is really groom; do it.
1: they didn't even eat though very much either. They mm-hmm. just mainly groomed themselves and preened. it.
0: Yeah, which it's is very interesting. But there's a lot of other interesting observations from this. Yeah. The other interesting one I, I recently found out about was the the hope experiment. Where a guy took oh, a cylinder, sad. sealed it with water, put a rat in there, and he measured how long they could hold their breath. It was like however many minutes, and then he took a second group. That was the control group. He took a second group, saved them from the water before they drowned, gave them a couple days, put them back in. Oh. Okay. They held their breath like 400% longer because they had hope that maybe I'll get saved again by the, whatever that force that saved me was.
1: That's so mean. Yeah. I don't like that experiment. And but, also but there's a the
0: parable in the Bible that was similar to that about the guy who was drowning. God sent him a boat and he's like, oh. no, I'm waiting for God to save me.
1: Yeah, and it's like the boat's right there And then he
0: drowned and God was like, what the fuck, I sent you plenty of boats And he's like, oh shit <laughs> Got him
1: Got him. <laughs> Got him Well, and that's another thing that has to do with perspective too It's yeah. like thinking, oh God's gonna give me a new house And then, like, you know, a trailer was dropped in your yard or something <laughs> Uh, much more, well, and my no. thing is, is like, uh, I, one of my favorite books is the Obstacle Is the way and it is, it's talking about teaching yourself that a lot of times the way to change or the way to have a better existence is to quit looking at what you think you want and look at what's <coughs> right in front of you and use that to, you know, and, and we're really bad about that. When we get in our little neural ruts, it's like, oh, my life uh, was better if I just had a hundred more dollars a month or something. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, but there's. The answer is literally right in front of you. You're just not grasping it, and it's like that hope study thing.
0: It's Kind of like that. Yeah, the
1: poor bit. rats. You know, you could use a bridge out of the rat carcasses to get out of there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's probably ways. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Life is definitely not as straightforward as people put it. No. And I well, I think
0: we've we've consumed too many stories over the years, and that's part of it. Like. Another episode of Matt's off Recovery. Oh, yes, you love the I, show. I don't know why this is so metaphorical to everything else in life, but it works. So, so here's another metaphor for you guys, okay? Sorry
1: about the corgi. Yeah, I'm going to yell at the corgi. But that's okay.
0: So, so I'll wait for Katie to get back here. Hey.
1: Cora!
0: Dang, dogs. But don't you guys love dogs? Hold
1: on a second. Oh,
0: that's okay. Uh-oh, so Katie's been summoned. And there's a dog barking now. That's just our guest. That's our guest, the corgi. Ah, 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 Sorry, guys.
1: I so you, she's back. I'm back, sorry. That's okay, I was
0: introducing our audience to the guest. Uh, that's
1: crazy, The very, crazy, very loud, Laura.
0: belligerent guest. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's still talking. Yeah,
0: it's got a lot to say.
1: All right, what, were, what are your thoughts on what we were talking about? Okay, yeah, I, I know, I feel the a... same way,
0: dog. I don't know. Anyway, so... So that was, um... So I watched this other episode last night, okay. this, this guy got a Jeep... It's always... A Again, stock off the floor, no no off-road tires or nothing. I think he took a wrong turn on the trail and ended up going up this steep-ass mountain. He almost made it to the top, but he was at like a f- more than 45-degree angle. Okay, got fucking super stuck. Okay. It was this like f- foreign guy obviously visiting from out of the country. So he just thought, I buy
1: America, and then... Well,
0: I think he was also subjected to like, you know, you see on TV... Jeep, go anywhere. I go by, I just go rent Jeep, I go on trail. I go to Jeep. I go to Jeep, get trail, I go on anywhere, right? Okay. So, this poor guy got stuck because he didn't know better. This is where I was going with that. Okay. He didn't know better. It's just, we've consumed so many stories that that's kind of just how, now that's how we project our reality.
1: Well, and I think that's just it. If it's your reality linear. is derived from not reality, which is basically every consumable content you watch, then you're gonna get weird. Which is like why you get your pavement princess off-road diesel, and you go get because that's what you see. People see things on TV. Because and people they do move, it,
0: and then they they fuck up. Well, it's we like were people moving. Like people moving in. You go ahead and tell about the people.
1: Which ones? You've been. Oh, well, I was just thinking not about talking
0: about that. Get the farm. Oh you know, God. Okay. Doing. So
1: this morning, our friend came. We uh, don't own a bull because it's not fun to own a two-thousand-pound animal. And feed it when you can just have a guy come over and AI your cattle, right? That's that's the new small farm way to do it. and actually that's how all dairies work now. They don't own the bull they, they breed them. So this guy anyways, he comes over To start the process of AIing our heifer and he was telling us stories about this year Everybody's like we're gonna be a homesteader and it's a real big trend to move to Idaho and get a little bit of land, like five acres. Yeah.
0: People want that country life, but they don't want to deal with the southern racists, so they come to Idaho.
1: Exactly. And we're
0: southern Canadians.
1: Oh, that's what we are. We're, more, we're a little more friendly. I don't. Well, actually, everybody I know from the South is cool. Yeah, uh, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, we're not. <laughs> but anyways, so the thing is, is a lot of times what these poor folks do, one, they're an endless source of amusing stories. Mm-hmm. But they think, well, I've got money in my checking account, so I'm going to get a tractor, a goat, chickens, pig, cattle. Well, you don't. Uh, here's a tip. You don't have to take it. When you start homesteading, which I have no... I think everybody should, if you want to do it, go for what you want to do. Yeah. Do your not start with large livestock if you have no experience with livestock. You're asking to get hurt, and you'll probably hurt them, too. Yeah. It's not just <laughs> a matter of, I watched bush people, I'm going to go get a longhorn. Like, it doesn't work that way. That was
0: my point, is I think people do that.
1: Well, and that's I what could be you're... wrong,
0: but it just seems that way.
1: No, based on what he told me today, I think that's a very common thing, is I they romanticize it. That's what it is. TV... The internet, it romanticizes it when you watch your favorite YouTuber that's a homesteader out in her Daisy Dukes doing chicken chores. Tom showed me one of those yesterday. This is girl, and she's wearing ass showing shorts to go feed her chickens. That's not how we do things. (laughs) One, the chicken's gonna peck you in the ass crack when you squat down to change their water. Well, it's just it's not reality. That's my
0: counter to that though, is like they'll learn somehow, right?
1: Well, and I I love people but the problem is
0: Aim, but I don't like it I when people
1: and animals get hurt. Learning yeah. something that you should start somewhere near the beginning yeah, and, and go from there.
0: Have someone train you up a little bit before you jump into it all by yourself. It's like again with the recovery guy. Yeah. I watch him all the time, and I'm like, I, I would love to do that as a as a profession. It looks really fun to go rescue people off road. You get to do some off roading the whole time. It sounds fun. I'm a car guy. I love I love that shit. But
1: you'd have a But I know for you.
0: a fact I would die, because I get on these motherfuckers stuck on a cliff because he bought the jeep. And he didn't fucking upgrade it at all. He just, road tires went on the trail and he'd be hanging off a cliff and I know I'd fucking die. Cause guess what? I don't know what I'm fucking doing. I've never been true off-roading like that. So it would take me years of training.
1: Well, to where, where I'm
0: comfortable before I would like feel comfortable doing it as a profession,
1: and that's something that's lost in our. You go buy your degree like a packaged society. Uh-huh. Apprenticeship used to be a very big thing. Like I have a yeah. min- I have more than one mentor on my writing. Like I have a whole group of people that critique what I'm doing. I have an actual author, a published author that encourages me and tells me, "Hey, you should do this or this." And I and I don't have to do it the way he says. But I, if I'm smart. I'll listen to and take from him, you know, and then I just try. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't try beyond your ability just because somebody on YouTube makes money doing it. Yeah, like you the off start ro- somewhere. Yeah, like the off-road thing. Don't go buy a stock Jeep and go out into the dunes. Yeah. You might want to look up some suspension, some tire stuff. Start small.
0: You gotta at least, yeah, no, at least look into what you're gonna do first if you've never done it.
1: Go it's jogging different. before you do an Ironman.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. different if like. You were promised this truck's abilities were more than they were, and it gets stuck. But you've done off-roading, and you know what you're doing, but then the truck failed you. That's a whole different story.
1: Well, I'm isn't. I'm talking about
0: these people who don't know what they're doing at all, and then they just jump right into the deep end, and then wonder why they Because they drowned. have
1: money. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It it's like, a, well, I, get, good, I can buy this.
0: Here's a good personal anecdote metaphor. Okay. Like My sister, this. when we were eight, I think we were eight. It doesn't matter. We were young kids, okay? Okay. We went to this, um now gone water park that was in Coraline called Wild Waters. Oh,
1: I love that place. And there was a
0: few slides in which, you know, you had to be confident in your swimming abilities because there was like a a five, six foot drop off from the slide into the pool. It sounds it was amazing. was fucking awesome. It sounds amazing. My sister, though, didn't, A, didn't know there was a drop off. She just saw it was another, you know, just hop, being kids, i to go hop in line, it's another slide. It's uh-huh. a new one, novelty. Kids are addicted to novelty. Yeah. Okay, so she went and got on that slide and she fucking almost drowned. Because she had no idea that, A, there was a drop-off, or B, how to swim properly at So she didn't
1: do her homework. Didn't
0: do her homework. I, I'm not, like, I'm not criticizing her necessarily.
1: No, I, I feel like It's kids do, but it's a good I, metaphor. I feel like we all do that, yeah, though.
0: We, we, some, we've all
1: done it. I've We've done all it. jumped
0: into the deep end somehow, some way, of something, right?
1: But when you involve yeah. other people, other dangerous situations, other animals, and that's, like, my thing. I've lived on a... Af- I've owned a farm now, as of March... My entire adult life, 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. This March.
0: You had to start I, somewhere.
1: Well, and I started with two goats and some chickens. Mm-hmm. And also, I had some previous experience because my grandpa had 100 cows. Yeah. So, it's like, you've got to, don't...
0: Where would you have started if you had no experience in the first place? With would you, chickens. Would you start somewhere small?
1: And then I would have, would like... would you
0: just go out and buy all the pigs and cows and just no, throw it all in the land and hope for the no. best?
1: Because you know what? Also, I I think frugality is important. If you have to pay for things yourself and, and grow as you do it, it's a different sort of phenomenon than just I have two hundred thousand in my IRA. Let's cash them out and go buy a farm. Like,
0: and I get want to follow your dreams. That's totally cool. I'm not saying don't. I don't. I'm not saying don't follow your dreams. I'm saying. Do research first. <laughs> well,
1: and also, I wouldn't have
0: started a podcast if I had no idea how the internet worked or how audio technology worked at all.
1: Well, and and I don't want to it would dissuade taken anybody a while from farming. It it's just don't go get your leg broken because it's going to be really dissuading if yeah. you get your leg broken by your your milk cow. Oh
0: yeah, you know, it's going to put you back.
1: And I honestly, it's none of my business what you do. No. It's just I hate seeing people like get jaded about things when they didn't even give themselves a chance to learn it
0: that's true i've seen that a million times and also i've I've done that myself i've done it to myself
1: too so i i don't know it's a weird it's a weird phenomenon and because we have such an accessibility of information and life is easier now i think it's the only time in history humans have been able to do novelty things Mm. true I mean, more
0: time and resources available to us than any other. Well, yeah, any other time in history. I
1: mean, instead of I had a wheelbarrow and a shovel when I started, and so it's like when you don't have that, when you can go buy a Kubota tractor for fifty thousand, that really does move you along on the know how to do things scale. But at the same token, it kind of makes people not smart about something. Exactly. Yeah, and the truck thing too.
0: It's like that show uh, with Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear. He's not just from Top Care, He does a lot of shit on the BBC. But he went out and just bought a farm. And then went and bought some shit he thought he needed. And I
1: love that fucking show. fucking
0: failed. And it's okay. We learn from failure, don't we?
1: Yeah, and I actually... Do. I have failed so many times on the yeah. farm.
0: But I feel like we should fail smaller first. You should... Fail in increments.
1: Well, and you also <laughs> failing
0: massively, but creates that what you were just saying. Yeah, where you're now you're jaded. You don't want to do it. You don't want to get back up on the horse. Well, I was you, reading about that. The horse smashed your fucking skull in.
1: It'll actually <laughs> sabotage your process <laughs> because there's a psychol a psychological thing where if you um if you know you're gonna fail, you set yourself up to limit it and then you won't engage in anything. Yeah. It's like if you can block that into more achievable things, like this year I'm gonna grow corn and maybe get some chickens, and then you build on that, or this year I'm gonna take my Jeep and I'm gonna put spin- a suspension on it and I'm gonna practice driving on logging roads. Like, yeah. you know, no one does and maybe, that maybe like anymore. read a
0: book or get online and read a blog or get on a YouTube Or join an off-road figure group. Figure out how to, u- or join an off-road group.
1: There's a lot Talk of them. Talk to people
0: who do know what they're doing and have failed already.
1: But so that your of... failures
0: are more controlled <laughs> well,
1: cuz every, everybody is sort of like arrogant now like
0: that's why i have also i think it's a it's a being in a rush thing impatience it's maybe a that's big what it is. part of it cuz who wants to
1: oh, who wants to start factor. small
0: and learn over years oh, I don't. and then be a professional off-roader when you can just go by the the promised jeep that can go anywhere it's like even anyone, though we all know that's a big fucking advertisement lie totally i it's want my goddamn book. marketing
1: i want my book to just be done and i get impatient and i get mad and it's right. like i'm human too i i don't this, that convenience gratification factor has been multiplied exponentially yeah. by the convenience of our lives and that might be part of the problem
0: here's another good example every time i have to fucking fix something on my car I think I know what I'm doing and I've watched YouTube videos about it and I it it all in theory is in my head perfectly laid out and I know what I'm doing, right? Then you go to turn the wrench and it all fucking falls apart because some bullshit in engineering
1: And it's never as easy as you think it's I'm gonna saying. be it, like it
0: always looks so easy. Yeah because it, it's people you're watching generally know what they're doing and know every, and, you and you have don't. done it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And you go to do it, and you're like, I didn't realize there was this issue, and I didn't realize that there was no clearance here for the wrench, and I had to figure out, something. I didn't know these certain things, so you fail. You fail. You, you do learn from it, but you fail.
1: Well, and it's like that with that's paperwork, too. You think, oh, I just have to go upload this i9 to do this. Well, no, it's 6,000 <laughs> steps later. <laughs> it's never And it's just, and that's good, though, because you do build on your experience, and it does get easier the next time you have to do it, because your brain's like, oh, I remember this time. Yeah. And that's, that's how we learn Do you but, think that's just Part of the problem Is people are not Giving themselves permission To take their time To do things Yeah Because a lot of people don't has like to, be, to fail
0: either Well
1: and I have a problem With that Who likes to fail Nobody,
0: has, nobody likes to fail I'm
1: starting to embrace that's That it means I'm actually works. learning though Yeah.
0: Well that's why Failure works As a teacher The best teacher After all um, Because nobody likes it It's uncomfortable And discomfort Is the best way to push yourself to get that comfort
1: and also out there you're constantly bombarded with perfection all the time (laughs) Okay, like that off-road jeep thing that is the perfection of off-roading like you got all the proper tactical stuff you can crawl over rocks while you're drinking your bush light like yeah i mean and then you think well i'm gonna go get this i spent the money on it how come i'm not able to do that right now exactly and then he rolls down the hill and that guy has to go get him yeah and that's the way it is with farmer, too. It's, it's like... to learn somehow. You think, oh, I'm gonna get that jersey, that $5,000 dairy cow, she's in milk, I'm gonna have cheese. Well, a lot of cheese that you like to eat takes a year to age. Yeah. And you don't just magically know how to make it. No. You know, and...
0: Like, it's, you probably watch a YouTube video and you go, oh, that seems simple, and then shit goes wrong because they're not gonna cover every variable imaginable in the YouTube video. They're gonna go... They have, like... They have the necessary equipment and years of experience, and they go, this so how you do it.
1: And also, you cook a lot, so subconsciously, you can oh, yeah. read a recipe, but there are things that you do that you learn from experience. Well,
0: It's the same with cooking. There's plenty of times where I'm following a recipe and shit doesn't go right, because their stove's different than mine or some shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Or you just have a different, you know, like pastry is an interest. I cook a lot, oh, I yeah. bake a lot. There's a lot of different methods for combining ingredients to get an achieved result. Mm-hmm. And the way one person in the climate they live, with the humidity they have, whisks their egg whites, might vary from yours, and that might... And which is what also makes life worth living. Oh, yeah. You know, but my cheese is going to turn out differently than your cheese because my subjective experience is completely different. And people don't allot for that. Because where I live in an edited world, I think it's the edited world thing. The edited world, yeah. I think they cut out a lot of the... You know, we don't edit our podcast. Nope. So you, when people, I mean, come I add,
0: I, I boost like the quality of the audio a little bit here and there. But as far as cutting and pasting shit, we don't do that. We do that with the intro because that has to be produced.
1: But yeah. as far as the body, I don't have
0: magic buttons. When people, that puts music when
1: on. my friends come to the door and get the pickup that I told them they could borrow, so they could go do their son's firewood, you're going to hear that, and that actually happens to everybody. Yeah. But they cut and paste that out of there because everything has to be packaged and produced. And I don't think that shows the failure. Did I want that to happen during the podcast? No. But it did. Yeah.
0: But that is just the way it is.
1: (laughs) Well, and I think that's some of it too, is accepting that you are going to fail and that is a rejoicing moment because, hey, I'm learning. There were,
0: I think... I don't know how to say this. I was taught to welcome failure.
1: I learned that actually in of all places. <laughs> that, well, the thing is is that failure is is growing. That's how you that's and the it only way. And it means you put learn. yourself out there. Yeah. You know, and I I love actually I'm starting like I said rejoice in failure because it means you attempted. Exactly. And so I'm like, okay, what and then next time if you don't fail the same way that means you actually learned. Where we seem to be in this weird dichotomy where you're like you're supposed to be who you are, but you're punished for being who you are it's it's very.
0: but it's almost like nobody even knows who they are
1: well and then you have to have a hundred percent validation from every human you come across or they're somehow hate you and i don't i don't understand that because that's 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 never going to happen
0: with certain groups at least that's a problem with their own personal identity like they haven't figured out what their identity is so they're grasping onto the one thing
1: i'm four decades old and i'm still still trying to figure it out like i mean
0: but when somebody doesn't acknowledge the identity you've grasped onto so dearly to have one it causes pain that's so arrogant but that, though but
1: in some ways because you're most expecting of us get over other, that in high school you're expecting other people to know that you are suffering and most people they're suffering too like they, exactly. they can't just know that
0: but why does everybody have to label their identity just be you be you i love if that happens and- to mean you're a transsexual that's fine but you don't have to like that doesn't have to be the only thing radiating from your character
1: also i would probably just like you as an individual anyways because I, mean. I tend to like most people most people are actually very likable even the hateful oh, ones. Absolutely. it's just that's, yeah yeah right i, I mean
0: <laughs> a lot of dictators are very charismatic and likable
1: well i wasn't thinking i guess i'm I, just using that
0: as a, as, a, as a fringe example yeah
1: true my like for people stops when they harm others like and, and it's i try to put that in the behavior context it's like okay that's their behavior's bad
0: oh, oh the overarching point of what you're trying to say is like we it's way better to judge people on their Content of their character than anything else involving exactly. uh, revolving around their identity, yeah. which is, again I think you know that wasn't that like the main point of Martin Luther King Jr.
1: Yeah, but they've so Are we forgetting his that message. like
0: because he he took oh. all societal constructs and flipped them upside down.
1: It was awesome. Well, and I with us that to,
0: idea, that very idea,
1: I want us to rejoice in the individual.
0: Yeah,
1: like do you like anime and you know hillbilly music? And that's cool. totally fine. Like, Just
0: because I don't like hillbilly music. I still think you're an interesting person. It's actually... Shouldn't we mix? Isn't America supposed to be like this mixture of cultures?
1: And that goes back to the face-to-face talking. Yeah.
0: But we should... Like, I don't want to just hang out with people that only like what I like.
1: And we don't. I don't.
0: Yeah. I like to mix it up because, like, I don't know about certain things and what other people know about those things. Then you can have a conversation about it. You learn things. It's fun. There's something to engage in.
1: And you can't hate anybody close up.
0: And you can't hate anybody close up. It's really hard to hate
1: someone close up. I have seen some really neat stuff happen when you get together a bunch of different types of people, and then you can always find something that you identify with another human on. You may be like, you know, you may be a total Weebo over here, and then you may be this country boy there, but then you both like brisket. Like, there's always something.
0: Uh, Me and my wife, for example, Celine, she uh, was really into like ghosts and. Like she likes paranormal stuff. and yeah. is interested in that and knows a lot about it, and like knows a lot about ancient Egypt and knows a lot about um,
1: <clears throat> she knows like some lot. of
0: this like witchy stuff.
1: She knows a lot. And about it's hard that.
0: not to judge her for it because I don't necessarily believe in all that stuff, but it makes us have really interesting conversations. And I don't like—I think I've been guilty a few times of like we had we had arguments about it because I I was just an asshole about certain things. We all we're all guilty of that every once in a
1: while. I am. But at
0: the end of the day, like. It's wonderful that we, we're we two different people.
1: Well, who wants everybody to be the same? It's like yeah, Pink Floyd music video. Well, And that's like Tom. He, he loves, my husband loves uh, ghost hunting shows and Sasquatch. Yeah. Those two things I really don't care about <laughs> at all. I know a whole bunch of stuff by proxy, but I do love history. And so the ghost shows, which I think is why he likes a lot of them, is the history of places. I enjoy And so we'll talk about that. And then Sasquatch. I love the outdoors. I really don't want to hear about existential Sasquatch encounters, but I care about people. And by the way,
0: we have a whole episode about that.
1: With yeah, we do. Yeah, we do.
0: I think that well, was episode two.
1: I think it was yeah, cryptozoology.
0: Cryptozoology. That yeah. was our number for the longest time. That one was our number one downloaded because it was so many of Bigfoot people, and the so many people are interested in cryptids and stuff like that. I love it.
1: And I don't know if it's because I grew up in the woods like the deep woods and so I just I love the deep woods yeah. but it, to me it's you've just heard, not... You've
0: heard it all with the Bigfoot
1: yeah. Well and, and the thing <clears> is <so>, though <throat> is I'll and sit and talk to that. my husband about it because I care about my husband just <clears Not throat> like you care about Celine and so if you care about someone you'll find some common ground
0: yeah. and even if you don't it's fun to mix it up and hear what other people like And what... we have to expose ourselves to different stuff like again aren't we addicted to novelty from the earliest age possible that's kind of our thing as humans well, it's how I... we progress, it's how we move
1: and that's, that's what I how write we about on my, evolved, so. my blog. Is yeah. I'm like a little Chihuahua when it comes to new experiences. I love, and even the most minutia of things. I love, yeah. like when we go to the con. Oh, I yeah. love going in there because there's all these subcultures. They all meet up and they're all in this good vibe mood, and they just. Oh yeah. You know, you can find weird literature, and then there's like art, and there's toys, and people are just and, sharing this and love. And for everybody the- has
0: their own like brand of nerdism.
1: Oh yeah, and, and
0: it all mixes together to form this wonderful like community of people who are at least similar in that they're interested in these things and they want to share it with other people and not only just share what they're interested in but just share the company and of have other a good time while they're juxtap- doing it yeah
1: and 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 people are so mean about other people's interests because i love sports but i hate watching them But people that like to spend their entire life watching sports, I'm not going to judge you for it. It's your thing. That's definitely
0: your thing. I'm not interested in sports. But if we're face-to-face and you want to talk about sports, I'll engage in that conversation. Yeah. Maybe my eyes will glaze over a little bit. They probably will. Mostly. And and I think it just boils down to mostly, like, my ignorance of sports. So I'm just like, they're going to go off with their sports jargon, and I'm just going to go... Okay, cool. I'm glad you're so interested in that. But then you might talk I love that you're interested in something I'm not... Because that's you. And I, you know... And that's why it's also
1: okay to group up with people that have similar interests and do stuff. As long as you're uh not staying in that tribe all the time. And that's where human interaction used to play in. Is you used to have to go out and do things. And so you might meet the lady that has a quilting club... You know, you two might have to sit together at a school board meeting or something. And yeah. we're not having to do that stuff anymore. And I, I don't know if that's contributing to it. Yeah.
0: Again, like I was saying, with like boomers and Gen X is like their at least their childhood and like their earlier twenties and stuff like that was all very engaged in
1: human. Having to
0: do things and interact with each other, like even to just
1: go to the bank. Like you didn't have a- you
0: didn't have Google Maps so you had to ask for directions or look at a map or buy you had to go in somewhere true. and buy a map. Okay. Or like um Another good example, like um, anytime you needed to buy anything, you had to go to the store. Anytime you wanted to know something, you had to go to the library. And in each of these things, there were human interactions that took place.
1: So is the kingdom of the introverts? Is that the kingdom we're descending into? Because it's a little bit more. We're there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think COVID pushed us over that hill. Like, and I'm an introvert, so I actually love.
0: Here's a good way to put it: How many people in the city put up a giant privacy fence? True. Just think about that for five minutes. Well and it's I mean, on a on a philosophical
1: level. And it's also getting all of us
0: Your neighbors, we're all we're all in this together, we're all humans. You guys don't have a privacy fence so even though no. you live out in the middle of nowhere, like
1: I don't have You a... got
0: people coming and going all the fucking time. There's this human interactions true. left and right. I have this a house. lot of
1: human interaction.
0: Yeah. But how many people in the middle of a city <clears throat> where they're intentionally living in a conglomerate of many types of people, but they'll put up a privacy fence. It's like, why are you even in the city then?
1: Well, and my husband talks about that Because he Go grew up to in the neighbor. inner city He's like You'll live next to your neighbor 25 years And never see them Never yeah. know their name And I, that and just There's something me.
0: weird about that When you're living 25 feet from someone But you don't know who they are never You can talk hear
1: you. them through the Say, walls Say hi in a
0: while or wave or whatever but I you get do that. that
1: with a guy on a road You yeah. know like, That's banana. Especially here
0: Idaho has this weird like trope
1: we have Where a there's wave. like
0: this special wave We all do it's, it's For some reason It's just common knowledge That you, you're out Kind of in a rural area you just wave to the, Hey man I'm out here, too. We're, I, we're all on the struggle bus out here. Hey.
1: I trained all the people that move here on my driveway because I, I wave animatedly at them because I want them to know. I'm like, hey, yo, I know you're there. And yeah. welcome to the... I don't know. Hey, like, that's hey, just hi. It's made, it's mostly just a hey, yeah. hi. Hospitality. Human. Well, it's hospitality. Yeah. Like
0: like a guy at the gas station. I, I stopped to get gas on the way here. Yeah. And a guy pulls up to get gas in the other pump on the other side of me. And he's just like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey, you know, we had a little bit of a conversation. He... I was like, hey, I'm just loving this weather. I was like, we always got to talk about the weather. That's a human trope. Yeah, we have to do that. It's It's... a good icebreaker because it's something we all experience at the same time.
1: And it's a safe conversation (laughs) versus like politicians. Yeah, he didn't
0: immediately come up with, hey, Trump or something.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) To me, I would have been fucking dying because I love just getting shit thrown at me a left field like that. But I'm (laughs) special. But my point is like, I, I talked about the weather and the guy told me about something he was building oh yeah and then i spilled gas all over my fucking car because that guy I, I got i got egg on my face today because i there's two gas station choices in spirit lake and i was like i want the one with the faster pump because i don't want to stand out in the fucking cold at the 76 with slow ass pumps so i went to the chevron because i know their pumps are fast
1: and you got spilled but on. The,
0: because of the pumps are fast it fucking splashed all over my car which has never actually happened i thought that was weird but hey hmm. so there's my see so you know what i mean
1: we all make mistakes. This,
0: this is how conversations but you
1: But it was a learning thing, too. <laughs> because was. you got to learn about a guy in the weather.
0: I, I like, didn't really learn anything, necessarily, except that...
1: People in Idaho are friendly.
0: People are, Yeah, but that, my, that was my whole point. was like, there's something about that kind of thing that people need more of. Is that random interaction where we're just... It's just friendly. We're just acknowledging our own existence with each other. Oh. hey. But at the end of the day, like, it makes you smile. It made me smile. It's like, I don't know the guy. I've never met him, and I don't honestly care about him, but it was not, it made me smile to converse with a new human
1: well the and biochemically human. a whole bunch of stuff happened when you guys did that yeah. like the, who and the tone of your day might be shaped how you treat another human at the gas station this is why
0: every time i deal with a customer service person
1: um, whether it be the attendant nice at the
0: gas station the check, the check the cashier at the grocery store or whatever i don't actually care about these people on the, like a personal to person level like i've never met them but they're there and they're people and we're all on the struggle bus here.
1: We it's are. Everybody. We are. I
0: don't care if you're rich or poor. There's a struggle bus.
1: Right now, Brady and I are cold. Some of
0: us are in the back of the bus, some of us are driving the bus, so
1: <laughs> Some of us are reality challenged. <laughs> exactly. And we don't even but know we're, we're all on the bus.
0: A, it's the world's just a big fucking struggle bus that we're all on together. And so like I go into like the grocery store, and, like I don't have to care about the, the cashier, but what I do is I put the tiniest bit of effort into just I put on my smile. Even if I'm having a bad day, I go, hey. I hope you're doing well. Stuff like that.
1: Well, cause Every kindness time, literally talk. takes so little effort. Like that's something else too that I've noticed, like people being mean. Why? Why it takes effort. There's a lot of meanness nowadays. But it's almost like a badge of honor. It's like, I told that guy to F off and I'm like, <laughs> but why? Honestly it's a reflection on you and your internal struggles if you've gotta go out of your way to be mean to a customer service person. I have another example of that. Okay.
0: Another YouTube channel I found willy-nilly this guy who goes around and like tries to call cops out on their bullshit because some fucking cops are full of bullshit, let's be real I'm not saying every cop I'm not talking about cops as a construct but there are certain people who work for the police force who are fucking assholes Let's be real That happens Everywhere Everywhere Especially
1: in a type Of authority positions And and this
0: guy thinks It's fun to go around This is his livelihood Like he goes around And films The cops doing their Day to day job Just so that there's Some kind of accountability Because they're in a county Where there's no body cams Or anything And these cops are Fucking corrupt. Okay A lot of them are Okay A few good ones But I didn't agree With the way the guy Interacted with the cops Because he Just because the cops Were pulling some shady shit Maybe they're not I don't know But he was trying to say They were That was the narrative Of his YouTube channel and he is kind of an asshole to them. He didn't have to be. That and see, thing.
1: that's I, the whole point. This bad the one, behavior... Th-
0: there are a couple of videos where the cops were being assholes to him.
1: But we don't know if he provoked him.
0: He didn't. Like, it's all unfilled. Or he, the cops just came up and just started being assholes. And then it's justified he gets a little irritated. I get it. But there were times where he walked up to a police encounter... And he automatically just started being an asshole. I I'm just like, have, I don't like that. I That's have what a, i a real life story about like
1: this. About. A couple of years when I was working at the library, there was we got an email from our. Leadership, right? That said, Hey, there's a YouTuber coming in the library uh, and he's trying to incite stuff with the cops. Like he's oh, literally great. going out of his way to do it. And so, I So people do that, yeah. And so we were waiting for him, you know, and he did show up. Well, this is what he did. He parked his car at the elementary school next door and started taking big huge plastic bags out of the trunk. And there's no one at the elementary school. It's all by it was just alone. Okay. Well, I live in a small town. That right there is a little bit weird. People don't park at the elementary school and take big plastic bags out of the trunk. Yeah, okay. Not at all. That first morning. So then he comes in the library. The full stuff or just empty? No, big, full. He comes in the library with a giant plastic bag and goes to the back and flips open his computer, right? Okay. Well, we let the, our local officer know because in a lot of times in small towns, you either have the whole corrupt scenario or you have the whole, they're actually part of the community scenario. In Spirit Lake, we have, they're part of our they're community. They're so small that there is, they are part of our the community. they are so
0: small that theres they are part
1: they are literally, like, you know them all by the first name. Literally half the people yeah. in the
0: town's neighbor because there's like 10 people.
1: Yeah. And so. I'm
0: exaggerating a bit. So
1: this officer came in and he's like, I got this. And he was really, he was so this guy tried to provoke him into being a dick every way he could and the officer's like oh how you doing there bro you know what's what's going on I'm just here to say hi and stuff and, and it, <laughs> it totally blew the whole man's narrative because no matter what he threw at that officer the officer was just like yo bro it's cool we're here to help you out are you having trouble with your car over there <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> I
0: and, love it. and it was really well, nice
1: because uh, it was more of a community thing
0: our cops are notoriously nice though. like I've, ne- I've also every time I've encountered an Idaho cop I still have PTSD from dealing with Spokane police, and they are fucking dicks.
1: We're almost Granted, connected. some
0: the most of the time it was I was getting pulled over and stuff. Anytime I've had a police encounter, obviously they had a reason to have that encounter, but they were also assholes, that didn't need to be.
1: I hate Even that. Even though too. I'm
0: respectful and polite to them. If not a little nervous, but well, everybody, a lot of people are nervous. These cops are just dicks. So I have that, and then I move here, and I obviously think that's going to be the way it is because that's my impression of police now. It's your
1: your perception and because I, you experienced it. And I've never had an
0: encounter in Idaho in which I was at fault for anything, but I have encountered the police and talked to them before for certain scenarios.
1: And they've always been so nice. Our cops are almost they're Canadian. They're fucking awesome. Why? Yeah, they're basically Canadian. They're almost Canadian.
0: They, it's, like, it's almost like you can be friends with them at that moment, even if you are at fault. Well buddy buddy because they're kind of buddy buddy cops but they're you know serious when they need to be serious but they're not gonna like be go to the way to be assholes they're just genuine people and i well, like that well
1: and most of them here though have a very healthy understanding of where they get their authority from because we That's won't true. let them forget it um and especially in our
0: relationship with the police in this in this state. um i had
1: a fun time with the cops last week because my friends had the squatter camp you know and oh, the yeah. cops came and yeah. investigate and there was no one there and they said we can't do anything unless <clears someone's <clears actually there and so they're like, you guys will have to take care And they're like, just make sure you take your shotgun. You know, like, they're, they're a very different sort of
0: <laughs> we mentality. Have a, we have a different breed of cop. And I'm sure it's like this in a lot of rural areas, It probably too. is.
1: Because they can't be there. And you have to be your own cops a lot of the time. Yeah. And they'll tell, you know, they they won't come out and say, hey, you have to do this. But they will allude to it. Yes. Because they know we have well, to work together.
0: They know their authority is just,
1: you know. Derived from the people they take care of. Yeah. Yeah, so. and, and I know. And then on the flip side, the cops in the towns, I, yeah, I have come across some in other places I've been that were not the nicest.
0: And maybe they're. J- I'm not trying to insult their character because I don't know them. Because they could be jaded. They've been on the also force a think while. thinking about what they have to deal yeah, with, and the way, the way they, yeah, the way cops operate in like their profession is that they deal with people who are typically criminals. Obviously guilt, you know, innocent until proven guilty,
1: but, you but know, most
0: encounters the police have are someone who's breaking the law and they have to deal with that. And most of the people who break the law aren't friendly to interact with in any kind of capacity. And it's a lot more place.
1: high stress than yeah. the officer and that lives here.
0: Especially in city cops like in Spokane. You know any crackheads they deal with, meth heads they deal with, and people who are actually violent towards the police and are sketchy. So yeah. they're going to be nervous to anybody that they walk up to. Even if the person is being respectful, it's not like, you know. A lot of cops and spoken have been shot at and shit like that. It's like... So I totally get it in one level. It's just at the same time, like, when I'm being respectful to the police, they don't have a reason to also keep being an asshole to me.
1: Well, you get it, but you're not justified. Over a, a
0: license plate light. You know, some arbitrary shit. I've never been... I've never encountered the police in any kind of real crime. It's always been your arbitrary traffic shit.
1: Oh, I've I've been... I've, like, dealt with cops more and than that.
0: the only time I've ever been ticketed is like, no insurance kind of shit. Like, I don't break the law as much as, like, humanly possible, like, can avoid breaking the law because i don't want to fucking go to jail well and it's, it's such it's
1: such a huge debate now and that's another one that it's like there's really clear battle lines drawn and i feel like most people don't even fit on one side or the other it's like i think it should be judged by the person the interaction and the situation yep. and we aren't doing that anymore But
0: that, that's there's so many people now that's true. So that's why we judge groups now
1: i hate groupthink. think yeah. It, makes, it takes the fun out of like, life, too. Like how they we were all to do it. Like, we joke about Californians. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. We all do it. I'm we all, guilty. We're all guilty, yeah. Yeah, I'm not... But that's
0: why we're talking about it. Yeah. Just because we're talking about it doesn't mean we're trying to be... Whole, we're not on an ivory tower here, okay?
1: No, I am not an elitist because I'm. we're generalists. That we're means generalists. we're never going to be an elitist, really. We can't be because we're not completely... We're not specialized.
0: I believe every human being who was created
1: Except for you people that you drive to in rural Idaho with your high beams on, oh, I don't like you. Oh, oh I hate that so much. My eyes still hurt. Well, and my I get, blood
0: pressure goes up when I think about
1: it. I get that you came from an area that was lighted and what visibility was not an issue, but it, it hurts. It hurts my ocular region when you yeah. you have your high beams on. I never
0: got. I could never understand that because it's oh, like God, when your it's hand a, it's is a, on your steering wheel, the high beam button is three inches away at most, it doesn't take a lot of effort to turn the high beams off. Are they scared, though? It's actually the law, I'm sorry to say. Not that I'm the biggest supporter of arbitrary traffic laws. Oh, my God. But there's a reason it's a law. It's because you get a little old lady driving and you're going to blind her with your big fucking $300 high beams that you bought. Your blue-tinted
1: LEDs. Yeah.
0: You're going to blind that poor old lady. She's going to drive off the road and kill herself or others because you didn't take the tiniest amount of effort. Well, switch here, your high beams off. Wait, like, come on.
1: Research where you're gonna move to. We don't have good paint on the roads because we have snow half the year. Yeah. Um. We we have very shallow shoulders because they have to plow the snow somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's dark because it's the woods most of the year. Yeah. We got the moon. And and a lot of times it's cloudy. We it. got the moon yeah, and you know, your
0: headlights. Like.
1: And it's just like driving. You know what? Slow down five miles an hour. I won't get too mad at you, yeah. but and, just in quit the middle of the blinding, night, that's understandable. Quit blinding people, people. Yeah.
0: And if you can't see don't fucking have a license thing.
1: And so that is where I'm guilty of groupthink because I always want to just wrap all you imports up in one group and be like, why are you doing this to me? Oh, it's
0: not just imports. I guarantee there's people coming.
1: My... No, I'm just saying well, that's where I'm guilty. Yeah, because no, I automatically... Sure. No, I do it I'm too, guilty. No. It's just it when too. I drove to your house the other night, it about killed me. Like, was I was driving I was driving home that from, from D&D and, and it's just like, Five I'd say one out of every other car, because we have a lot more traffic now, had their it's high beams that, just yeah. blazing. I'd say
0: about 50%. On these rural roads. And, and
1: just, it's just turn it off. I do it all the time. I personally
0: have my eye beams on when it's dark.
1: Well who doesn't? That's what they're for. When
0: I see a car at the dis- like the law, I think is like what was it, five hundred feet or oh, something? Oh, I do
1: it like a quarter mile yeah, away. I don't want I, to once blind I see the headlights, I'm like,
0: oh, I don't want to blind that person I know how it is.
1: Well, and and I grew up in So ro- I, turned my I grew husband. up in rural and wilderness, yeah. so I'm always looking for wildlife anyways. Yeah. I, well okay, yesterday I pulled up to a stoplight and there's an old lady pulled up next to us. She was texting. Oh, I hate that. And I'm like you already are impaired because you can already tell she was not the world's greatest driver, and she <laughs> had her phone out. And I'm just like, why? Oh, I,
0: I had a theory about this too. Um, there's a Facebook group called "Spokane to Drive."
1: Ooh, fun! That I'm still following. Super you know, I'm not in Spokane,
0: But I, I love it. It's funny. It's, people post. It's mostly people post pictures of people who park shitty because obviously it's kind of hard to actually pull your phone out and take a video of real bad drivers when you're, you're in driving. a situation encountering them. Yes, because you're driving. And I think you'd probably get in trouble on that page for doing so, because you're driving. It's illegal. You need a passenger. um, But anyway, (laughs) it's mostly just pictures of people who park like shit. But uh, they were just discussing some... Sometimes it's people who tell a story about their bad driving encounter. Oh, yeah. So I got on one of them, and I'm like, I have a theory. People who drive really shitty, it's probably because they've never played video games, which has been proven to enhance your hand-eye coordination, your reflexes. It's car like driving
1: games are my favorite.
0: I love car driving games. Well, you don't even have to play just, well, I just a car driving car games. Game. Yeah, car games are you know fun. it's true.
1: We all like, grew up playing so games.
0: I think there's a like a lack of actual confidence in driving with a lot of people because all they did was ever just got their license. They probably didn't even learn the best way to drive. They just have learned through driving.
1: Wouldn't it be cool if they the sent part of your driving education? You had to go to stunt driving school. I
0: always felt that was I necessary. Would love it. I felt like ever you should be pushed beyond your like. Normal driving. You know,
1: like when capacity. James Bond or one of them becomes an agent and they have to go to like the the driving training. I think yeah. wouldn't that be fun? Like, yeah, like, should, Everyone right. should
0: take like the police course and drive. Yeah,
1: the aggressive driving or yeah. like, tactical driving. I want to be tact maneuvering
0: all the fucking well, place. But you
1: don't have to. <laughs> well, okay, maybe. Uh, I'd love that too. Never mind. That's, that's not. That's not why. <laughs> but no, but that's
0: a good point though. Like, we should be trained way over like the mm-hmm. normal driving capacity.
1: Well, because some of it obviously,
0: you're, most of the time you're driving, you're just going to be putt putting along at 35 in your city,
1: and a lot of the, the driving stoplights. has happens. You know, it, yeah. experience does play into that. Like,
0: but when like a when an abnormal encounter happens in traffic, and you're not like you never even had that training before. It's maybe it's you're new to driving, mm-hmm. or, or you know, something abnormal happens, you don't know how to respond to that. That's the kind of training you should have to deal with like at least as many variables as possible. And Ugh. an efficient amount of time for training. Wouldn't
1: it be cool if every like area had this yeah. thing called the gauntlet, where you could just go in and do all of those things. Like, you know, just get in this car and just yeah. drive through. Well, I guess simulated drive- that's what video games would do, that's though. That's exactly
0: what video games are.
1: And I love To a degree,
0: the- I mean, it's not like exact physics. No. But it's- it's- it's enough exposure to training.
1: Boy, I feel sorry for whoever hits me then, because yeah. my favorite game of all time was that. Was it Flat Out or Burnout? Flat Out
0: or Burnout? Yeah. Burnout. Burnout was one that you purposely crashed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like you, the road rage one where yeah. you had to hit as many cars as possible. Love that game.
0: But with Love most it. with most driving video games, you get like a a general idea of how like the car responds to certain scenarios. Cause it's very close to real physics. Oh, especially if game.
1: you do like Forza or something, yeah. the physics are pretty close. Those are
0: simulations. Yeah, Some, and, games, and some so, driving games are actual like simulations and you're not gonna have the same feedback and muscle memory, but you're gonna at least, your brain is going to have been exposed to a degree of that scenario. And you'll kind of know what to do at least a little bit.
1: Well, but, and also train yourself to anticipate situations. Cause a lot of people yeah. are distracting themselves with devices. Because exactly. it's so funny too They're like Don't text and drive And then they have The 9 inch LED screen In their I console know. now that's, And I'm like
0: That's partly Manufacturer's fault Where it's like To fucking turn the heater on To a different Like part do, of do, your do, car you hit like 25 You have to have your They've done I've seen a study From the trap, the Highway Traffic Administration mm-hmm. Safety Administration And it's like In some cars that they did the test on, they had their fucking eyes off the road for like nine seconds to switch a a simple setting. My friend has a brand new
1: Subaru, right? Yeah. And to do, because the seats are also heated and cooled, like there's all this fancy stuff, but you would have to touch through a whole bunch of screens just to, you know, in the old days you would just knob, right? And now it's like, you're like literally flying the TARDIS or, you know, like the Millennium Falcon. It's like...
0: And that, that, that shit flies, pun intended, that shit flies in a 747 where there's no fucking traffic and you have time to push 1800 buttons to fucking change one setting. And also
1: where you're going is already keyed in. So with automated cars, like if you could key in, hey, I want to go to the Winko, right? Yeah. And your car was going to go there no matter what, then messing with your settings is not a, little, a big a little deal. Bit. Yeah. But in like 747, same thing. You are keyed in where you're going to go. Yeah, so and you have a
0: co-pilot. That always helps, too.
1: And maybe that's just it, that maybe all car trips could be... But I like
0: no, 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 no. I'm it. not saying get it. No, it's just the... Tra- it's a training issue. really is, because... How many people do you know that don't know how to drive in snow? Why isn't snow driving taught at every driver's education class oh. in America?
1: And here... The I carn- know it
0: doesn't snow much in Texas, but how many people fucking drove off the road when it did snow in Texas? And here,
1: the carnage is real. In fact, I make it a point not to drive the first snow of the season. Oh, me too. Because the carnage is real. I
0: fucking went and got my studs on... You month did, early. you got
1: them early cuz
0: I don't want to have to scrap I don't want to be one of those guys that scrambles at the day it snows at first and then have to sit there 8 hours at Discount Tire well, you just, because I decided to go last minute I You I just go to Family
1: early. Tire and have your teenager put your tires on That's true. Well, but you haven't got get there the
0: yet. Brake, spray the brake brake cleaner on and light it on fire pops the tire on the rim.
1: Well, probably. You seen I don't that know. Trick? Wait, wait, that's genius We get the
0: tire half on yeah. the wheel, and then okay? Sh- but then you're having trouble You can't stretch it anymore, you know bar slipping off, you hit your knee, fucking cussing all up. Nice, spray some brake cleaner in
1: there. Some canned consent. Light it
0: on fire, and it sucks the tire out of the rim. It's pretty cool. I'm not gonna... I've never done it. I'm not gonna go try it, because no. of what we talked about earlier... Well, um, I, I will probably burn my eyebrows off, or fucking worse. I, so.
1: I kind of hate going to commercial <laughs> establishments, so we put our own tires on, except for when I buy them, and I um don't don't want Brady to burn his eyebrows on. Yeah. I'm just reminded of that zip ties and bias play guys. Whenever somebody says brake clean, I think of he calls it canned consent.
0: Canned consent.
1: Well, because it's like you know, never mind.
0: One guy <laughs> I watch calls. <laughs> one guy I watch <laughs> calls it uh, wasp deleter.
1: Well, it also is that brake clean has a lot of functions. Yeah. Of which, just don't breathe it in. No, it's not good for you.
0: No, don't get it on your skin. It's either. like
1: inhaling when you blow glass. It's just yeah. Respirators are. You know what? Masks are a good thing. Masks are good. No matter what some people say.
0: At least it's not a bad thing that we all started wearing more masks in society.
1: But. I hate the garbage. I just though. don't like
0: authoritarians. That's all. That's what it boils down to.
1: We just have, <laughs> apparently, you know what's funny is as a rule, I like to not get in trouble and be a good rule follower, but yeah, then the first time someone tells me I have to do something because they're in charge of me, I am automatically hump up. Yeah. I'm just like, wait, what? We,
0: we love to rebel. That That's an item.
1: Yeah. we do That's around. a rural
0: thing, because most of the time when you live in a rural area, it's like, basically everybody leaves you the fuck alone. Well, We and- can go in a city, and then you have this fucking dickhead in a suit who's never done anything hard in his life, come out and be like... Like the hardest thing he did was like go to school and learn stuff.
1: Oh. and that's the school hard knocks. Oh,
0: poor middle class suburbia life, goddamn.
1: But at the same token, I try to follow local customs when I go anywhere. Oh. Like there's a different type of behavior in Spokane versus just even where I live, which is only a forty-five minute difference. Yeah. And so when I go visit over there, I'm not, I try to be nice and courteous and. I find that both groups of extremists do not do that. You got the country bumpkin that goes to town. Where is the ranch? And they're just rude. And then you have the city person that comes and you just cater to me, peasant. Yeah. And it's—I know that's generalizing, but honestly, guys, so it, we've lived through it a lot. It's—it's yeah. it's not a stereotype when it happens constantly. And I think it goes it's down still- to courtesy. I don't know. Courtesy. Courtesy goes far. Courtesy. Oh. What? What? Oh, oh was a spider friend. Oh, I have a little friend. That's because it warmed up. This whole time know.
0: we've been podcasting, I've been watching, there's been like six spiders crawling around here. Well, room you know
1: why? In. It's going to be over 60 today, so a bunch yeah. hatched out. Yeah.
0: Spiders are fun. Wow.
1: But uh, anyway, so... On that note... It's a good
0: way to... That's a good place to stop the podcast today. I. Everybody just needs to be more curious. I think so. We need to have more human interaction.
1: More in-person human interaction. Yeah, so yeah, yeah zeros yeah. and ones are not the same. The
0: Call of Duty lobby doesn't count. We've established this a long time ago. We
1: have. Mean, that turns
0: toxic every time.
1: The little spider's even interacting with me right now. Like, he innocent. wants his
0: uh, his fix of buggins.
1: I don't have any in here for him. I guess I'll take him. I can't.
0: Well, we're gonna go play with spiders. Yep. You guys have a good day.
1: Bye. Bye. But then you both like brisket.